until Wednesday. It is 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, creepy big dick Toledo, ready to go and uh, stare straight up in the air and look at the moon that has a shadow on it that is the Earth. And as far as I'm concerned, that happens all the time. I don't understand this, but it's a super blood. Super blue blood. Blue blood moon. moon. Wow, that's exciting. I, I know. Did you it. look at it? Yeah. Is it uh, different than uh, any other yeah. time there's a shadow uh, on the moon? I don't understand it. So uh, yeah, people will email me and try to explain why this is different, and I can't tell you that it affects me. I'm not going sailing. So if you're going sailing this morning for your haul, evidently that's going to affect some things. Or if you're farming, you're going to be doing it in a strange light. I spilled some water, and it went uphill. Is that right? Yeah. Man. Is that what it does? It just affects the gravitational <laughs> yeah, pull yeah. of spilt water? If it did that, I would yeah. be down. Have to throwing water and hoses oh, yeah. all over. I'd be, look at this. Nobody would go to work today. Nope. It would be a play day. And we'd waste tons of water shooting it up hills. Reverse waterfalls. I'd be doing, yeah, it doesn't, nothing happens. Nothing unique or fun happens. It's just for people who want to say that they... And you know what's great about it? It's going to happen again in like a month. I think you watched the James Cameron movie. Brady. Oh, did yeah. you? Thank you. Did you watch The Abyss? Avatar. The Abyss was pretty neat with water. Was that no, it? that was the State of the Union. <laughs> no, oh. that? Oh, the water was going up there, too. Well, anyway. Uh, once in a blue moon, they say. Yeah, so it's out there right now, and there are, when I drove by McDowell and 52nd making the turn, there were people standing in the parking lot at that quick trip, just staring straight up into the air. I'm like, yep, it's a shadow, all right. You could pick, pickpocket him if you want. Oh, yeah. Great neighborhood to just stop paying attention to what's in front of you and just stare straight up. <laughs> Tons of uh, wallets just about. Brett, Brett's going to go look at the moon now. He's going to go oh, stare at the shadow. Grab a bottle of wine. Oh, that's the more. <laughs> Gianti. When the moon has a shadow. <laughs> yeah, put your sweatsuit on. Be Italian today. I, yeah, I, I literally wish someone could tell me why it's different than when there's a normal phase of the moon. I. It's not unusual either because they were talking about the next time it's going to happen, and it won't happen on a super blood blue blood blood blue moon. Again, for like a billion and a half years, but I can't tell you when there's a super moon or a red-blue moon. Uh, it drives me bananas that we make a big deal out of these things. So anyway, if you want to, you can go out there and tell your friends of this most memorable occasion right now happening. that You'll forget in three days what the hell you were outside at 5 in the morning for. It'll be all full eclipsed by like 6.15, I think, or something like that, so you can stare at it for about 40 more minutes. And it starts to kind of go the other direction. I sat up one night, a friend of mine and I were drinking at a, we're at my uh, a friend's wake, went back to my house, a bunch of people, and then uh, my buddy Craig sitting there, and he's like, you know that weird red eclipse thing's happening tonight? And I'm like, oh yeah. We sat out there and drank, and we thought it was going to, oh my God, it's torture. And then all of a sudden, you're just in the middle of it, and I'm like, well, it's four in the morning, we might as well just stay up and watch. All we did was just get really drunk. What I remember from that night is not the vision of the moon changing was how drunk Craig got, and he fell He fell down like he couldn't walk. He was fall down drunk. It was hilarious. I don't remember the moon part. Well, maybe it'll be even... Some more crazy stuff will happen because it's National Backward Day. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know what that is. People who want the world to go the other way? I, I guess this is when uh, it, it all started because people were setting Guinness records, doing stuff backwards. Dressed like crisscross. Oh, crisscross day, yeah. Okay. You know what happened to that? Fastest marathon run backwards. What is it? Five hours? Three hours and 43 minutes. We knocked out a marathon seconds. in three hours and 40 minutes? The guy minutes? in China did it back in 2004. I'm backwards? Yeah. China? Hmm. I don't know. 
Eric doesn't trust their statistics, yeah, although it is math-related. I don't think they mess around with that too often. They don't like being wrong with numbers. Chinese are never good at marathons. No. Someone Backwards oh. ones, though. I'd still say a Kenyan would whip his ass. He just doesn't see the need for it. A guy in India holds the record, uh, holds the record for spelling 50 words backwards in under 90 seconds. On purpose? Yeah, they give him the word, and he spells it. Oh, he doesn't look him up and read him backwards. He yeah. just knows him backwards. Well, that's quite a skill. I'm sure he's got a CEO's Highest game on. bowling backwards. It's 280. Two, 280. No kidding? Yeah. That was a shot in the dark. Bowling backwards isn't that hard. Yeah, Blue it's Moon's like, affecting you, John. Yeah, it's like snapping a football. I don't know. You're able to predict bowling yeah, scores. I can now. So backwards ones only, though. Yeah. And once this Blue Moon goes away, I'll be back to not knowing for sure what you rolled. On Thunder Lanes at Bolero. <laughs> and Rob Deirdrick has the uh, longest jump of a car going backwards. 89 feet. On inches. this day? Was it all on backwards day? Uh, no. But today is the day to try to well, break all those records. Okay. it all to be today. Well, yeah. go get them, man. If you're thinking about being backwards. And, and you know all the people Brady mentioned here are so famous for doing this. It's pretty amazing. So go ahead and get them. Tide Pod Challenge up your ass first. Let's try it that way. Maybe you should do a backwards Tide Pod Challenge instead of eating it. Here's a twist. Put it in your bum. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand backwards day. So my son, my stepson thinks that uh, the Tide Pod donuts that have been being made yeah. are made of Tide Pods. Yeah, good. Let him think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, like, skeptical on eating them? I, I, I he thinks know. it's a I detergent donut? That he thought it was a larger challenge <laughs> or what? It's just a tastier version of this horrible mm, challenge. Look at yeah. that. So he's going to give it a run now. So there's no talking him out to, of it. I yeah. think I have to give it a run. He's got to eat Tide Pods. Uh, I did it. I did one. It was huge. Uh, well, there you go. Good luck to that. The State of the Union uh, last night went off without a hitch. Very funny once again. <laughs> Watching uh, the children that we've elected yell at each other in the crowd. Some sitting stone faced, some clapping. That was fun to watch. Chuck Schumer. I took I a different approach because I was uh, I, I had to go someplace, and so I was driving back, and it was on the radio. So I sat and listened to it on the radio rather than watch it. It's a totally different tone. It's just a speech. Really? And the cheering, you assume, is uh, you know from the supporters. You don't see the up and down? You crowd. don't see the visual, like what the, what the cameras want you to see. Right, which certain is, people. Yeah. Well, the cameras will point it like Nancy Pelosi yeah. and make it a reality show of like the oh, housewives. Yeah. You know, so they'll they, find people. They showed who are, Rubio on the immigration stuff. Yeah, he exactly. Was sitting, and they'll show extra mad people that are related to that topic. When you listen to it on the radio, it's just words that you assess yourself. You don't get a secondary uh, emotion or feeling based on what the NBC cameras want you to see. You know, it's kind of an interesting way to listen to it because I was listening, I'm like, all right, yeah, good point. Oh, that sounds like a heck of an applause there. It sounds like a. You know, like the, the group We're all together. Them. I didn't know who was mad and who wasn't. Yeah. And it didn't have that ooh sting to it when you see Marco Rubio about immigration or you see Nancy Pelosi about certain things. And their faces are supposed to, like, they're acting, too. Like, they know I'm going to be on camera, so I'm going to be extra angry. Look at me. You don't get that on radio, so it changed the entire tenor of what I was listening to. To just be another political speech that was, you know, this, that, or other. It was pretty weird. And then I got home and watched... Uh, that's that smarmy, creepy Joe Kennedy three. Chapstick on with or the yeah, what was he doing? Yeah, ruling. Brady pointed out he thought he was eating a Krispy Kreme, and I think that was fairly accurate. He just <laughs> right before he went. Got to uh, hammer a Krispy Kreme before I go out there. 
Can't I get my speech without wait, accuracy? Joe, Don't wait, I call Joe. him? He didn't no. have the accent. I know. It disappointed me. He got. He, how did he do that? He lives in a different, work. better part of Massachusetts. <laughs> you lose the accent when you start crying. Yeah, the last thing his uh, his the the remaining Kennedy brother. You know when when Teddy died, he goes. Who's One thing you have to do in order to avoid being shot at as Kennedy is drop this horrendous accent. Maybe that's been the problem. The whole All time. of you work as hard as you can. Not to sound like this. Yeah, but yeah, the Krispy Kreme donut glaze was all I got out of that, and and it was gross. You just wanted somebody to go, hold on a tick, Joe. <laughs> here's a here's a towel. Get that off. It is glaring. Yeah, the that goo, was tough. The goo around your mouth is glaring. Yeah, he was a little smart. And here's a car that'll go for a couple hundred G's of Barrett Jackson <laughs> right. in the background. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what. He's talking about like, like that is a sweet ride. You know, we need to spend our money wisely and uh, give it back to the people who need it most. While he's standing in front of like a Shelby, like that two hundred fifty thousand dollars Mustang with the hood up. That was a new way to do it. Usually they stick them in a room. Right. He had a group, and I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, Jesus, we just did this with yeah. the applause every five seconds. Can you just go back to the room. And he had teenage mechanics in there, which I found odd. Like they can't even vote yet. Well, I'm just going to do the accent because that's what I wanted more than I. <laughs> We are here in front of our high school uh, mechanics. Look at them go. They're working on cars no one can afford. That's a beautiful Mustang behind you. Anyway, it was weird, but, you know, just preempted TV. I just, I've never listened to the State of the Union before. It was a totally different experience. Totally different. Like if more focused? Or? Totally more focused. You make up your own mind. Uh, you have your own thoughts and feelings rather than like, oh, that was bad. Look how mad they are. You're not shown. Well, they don't comment during the No, no, but they speech. show so, I mean, you can they show your own. Look, visual is so important. And and they do it on purpose. They know when when there's a comment that maybe didn't register with you uh, just hearing it, but when they fire over to show Marco Rubio shaking his head or doing something like that, you're like, "Oh, geez, yeah. That was uh, pretty, you know, sometimes it's not something you grasp until they give you a visual." I mean, the, the pictures are are 10 times more effective to getting a message that may or may not be there across. That's a fact. And I know they invite guests. This one was like an all was it mo- Was it a record? I, it it seemed like a it lot. Was huge, Eric. Yeah. And I, I learned a little about it because I guess that started with Reagan. Yeah, he started I, bringing people And in. so this had to be the, the most, but like just serious. And I thought I was an asshole for thinking that. I'm like, all right, this is a bit much. I, right. I know you did a great thing, but right. come on. Yeah, they're so. Just uh, get to the, the meat of it. Was different. You, you show it. You oh, know, exactly. Show the people like, wow. That's, that's just, all visual based. Yeah. That's all to to make your you know your heart sink when you see the people and you're like, oh boy, and the tears are falling. You know, that's a different animal because when you when I heard it, I'm like that's an amazing story, and then the crowd goes crazy. You don't see it. Yeah. You're making up your own mind. You're building your own pictures. Melania looked good. Melania always looks good. She it's does. it's just never bash her ever. She looked really happy. She's, she always looks. She's a supermodel. They're stoic, Brady. Different. That's like, the word. Trump's getting yeah. laid tonight. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He is. Maybe not by her, but he is getting yeah. laid. Did you see the Stormy Daniels say yeah. yesterday? She didn't deny denying denying that. <laughs> she's got them all spinning. She's ti- it's the time timing for, on yeah. that one is hilarious. Lawyers have come out of woodwork. Hey, remember that 100K we gave you? It's time for Stormy to go. Her credibility is zero. She went on Jimmy Kimmel to deny not denying it. <laughs> Are you just going to milk your time in the spotlight here, Stormy? Is that what's going on? I don't deny not denying denying that. <laughs> all right. No the more guests The day of the State her. of the Union. All of a sudden, of now course. she didn't do it, right? Of course. She's back and forth. She's she's staying in the public eye. She's no dummy. I'm on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. If I make it even more cryptic, I'll get more stuff. To, all right. Stop it. She can go away now. That's not a thing anymore. She can go away. What is a thing, though? 
is right after the State of the Union. I was on Deadspin, and uh, they were talking about that Boston uh, DJ who got suspended yeah. from his job for talking about Tom Brady's Stonewall? kid. <laughs> what? Oh, no, that's no, 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 a different kid. The uh, disc jockey who got uh, suspended for talking about Tom Brady's kid. So, uh, you know, everybody's kind of like, Tom Brady's like, well, I hope he doesn't get fired. It wasn't, you know, people make mistakes, and he said that. So it's kind of calmed down. Uh, they're waiting on Tom Brady's decision on whether or not he's going to continue doing that show on that station to make a decision on how they handle this employee who basically just said after watching Tom's internet TV show that his daughter was acting like an annoying little pissant. So now I don't know what to think because the scene from the next episode of Tom versus Time, uh, and I showed the guys this this morning, is making the rounds, and it is weird. You talk about just hearing this. You wouldn't think much of it, but boy, when you see it, it changes every Tom's getting a massage. He's talking to his massage therapist about his next upcoming games, Denver and Oakland. And uh, and then his son walks in. His son is probably, I'm guessing, 11, maybe, yeah, thereabouts. Older, maybe 12. Maybe 12. And he comes in and he goes, I was wondering if I could check my fantasy football team. And Tom goes, what do I get for it? He's laying on a massage table. And uh, the, guy, the massage therapist starts laughing. He goes, you know, Jack, you can't uh, get away with, in this world, he's always paying for something. And... Jack, the son, reaches down and gives Dad a big lip kiss. And he starts to walk away. And then Tom goes, that was just a peck. And the kid kind of goes, shucks. Turns around, and then the massage therapist says, who's your fantasy quarterback, Jack? And he goes, Cam Newton. And then he lays about a three-second smooch on his old man. With a lip attack. And then then at the end, literally, they don't move, but they're they're locked together. And the whole world kind of quiets down and freezes when you watch. And then the suction... Pull off is there, and uh, you know if I'm a disc jockey in Boston, I'm like, oh, everybody's going to get fired. This yeah. is the weirdest man, daddy kiss I've seen. It's ever. a long. Maybe it's, it's a, a long. long. Well, it's, it's the second one. The first one's like, oh, he still kisses his dad on the lips. That's a little weird. And then and then he's summoned back to like, no, 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 no. Wasn't good enough. That ain't a strong daddy kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Can I check my fantasy team now or not? You got it. You got it, boy. Oh, now, if you want to check running backs, you got to kiss daddy's nips. <laughs> <laughs> I got Le'Veon Bell. And Kumar. Ugh. Can I go now? Yeah. Tom Terrific is pleased. You may exit my burger hole, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never. If my dad ever did that, we'd punch each other. Oh my god! Hey, dad, can I check my fantasy team? What do I get? Uh, I'm gonna try kissing him. That's <laughs> my first. If my dad in. ever says that, if I'm like, hey, dad, can I'm I use the in. can I use the truck? For that? What do I get out of it? I don't know. I'll give you like twenty bucks and fill your tank. No, no, no. no I'm looking for a big smooch on the lips. Oh, really? <laughs> when did that happen? Okay. Now, did he did he ever give you a kiss when you, you were man? younger? Yeah, I'm sure when I was before I could remember, but after I was about. Four or five, I don't think yeah. we were lip kissing too much. Yeah. Alex and I ended the lip kiss yeah. when he started yeah. school. It is weird as yeah. a parent, like when you thing. get you get to a point and you're like, all right, this is kind of certainly back. not this kid's age. No, Any, anywhere no, near. No, yeah. no, if boy. I can run my own fantasy football team, Dad and I weren't lip kissing anymore. No, we didn't lip kiss early on. I don't remember ever lip kissing my old man. <laughs> I don't remember ever Dan and I just going, all right, well, have fun at the movies. Bye, Dad. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, Dan. I dry heaved. I, you know. That's just standard with mom, grandma, and when hey, even my mom. You don't give Kirby a kiss.
Yeah, I give Kirby. Well, yeah. it's, it's a little yeah. different but with a, a daughter, pack, you know? and it's a and it's yeah. a quick hit, yeah. and it's like, good, mm, I love yeah. you, kid. You know, one of those deals. I always call her. Wait a minute, not long enough. <laughs> but also, yeah. as a parent, <laughs> and this is that, yeah. it just <laughs> seems so weird. Do you also make it currency, where she, in order yeah, for her to exactly. get a thing, you exactly. should get over here, give daddy a big fat. Haven't one. done that one yet. Yeah, it's not um, something you get in return for her doing something, right? It's not like a you pay me one of those big fat smooches and you can get one. Just to let you know I love you. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's it usually is. a goodbye thing. Like, see you yeah. later. Take care of yourself. Love you. That's fine. But if, if she's like, Daddy, can I have a chocolate cupcake? What do I get? That's not enough for that cupcake. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Go get yourself a cupcake, doll. That was nice. So Tom Brady's, uh, you know, we're not... We'll put it up. I don't think radio people are allowed to comment on what happens to his kids. So you, oh, we already did. You put it up on the Facebook page? No, no. no okay. Put it up on our Facebook page. And let, let the listeners have it's at it. coming on our show. I know. It's about the 955 mark of it. Are we? I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's long. Were you trying to argue yourself out of that? It's a whole bunch weird. When's the last time you and Torp went face-to-face? That's nice, boy. But it was just a peck. Bring it on over. I don't think I've even, uh, you know, gave him a peck on the cheek. I mean, we've hugged. I don't think my dad and I have done that. Every t- like if I drop him off at the airport or whatever. You give a hug. Yeah. A my dad storm. showered with me for too long because I remember that. You, yeah. you can If you can remember it, he did it a little too long. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can remember the last time. I'm like, man. I did that. That is uncomfortable. Yeah, trying to teach you how to be a man, and men take showers. I'm like, I'm just going to soak in the tub there. There's always that that line of uh, when, you know, it's on the daughter side of it where she is running around, like, before she gets in the shower or something. Yeah, she's that, naked all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's, there's, a, there's a time when seeing daddy naked stops being a thing that's, that's, that's okay. And it's early. Like, she can burst in the room, and you're standing like, hey, 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 right, get out depends. of here. It depends. Yeah. But you're it's... naked, boy. And your daughter sees you, and probably about age four or five, I would guess, is when it's like, all right, it's not cool to see us. And you start to feel factors. as a parent where I shouldn't be, uh, you know, yeah. around or you know, trying to cover up more. So you yeah, know, yeah, there's them, a privacy a issue, different. and also it starts getting to the point where you don't want her too comfortable with the nakedness. Yeah, there's an age for everything. Yeah, and that's one of them. Brady can teach his daughter about gays when they're 30, 35, yeah. 30. <laughs> Did you have the talk last night? I sent Brady a picture of analingus last night. Two men involved in oh, yeah. a specific rim show this to Kirby. I said, show this to Kirby. Let's just break down walls. I showed it to her. I said, this said? is how they celebrate this is after what, the, uh, the wall. This is what friends do. Did you tell her anything? Did you dodge the topic completely again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. One of the odds that's going to come up again. Right also sold all of her televisions. <laughs> She's not going to see. She must not watch again. Bravo yeah. at all. Pop Bravo on and see what kind of questions she's got. Let Bravo teach her how. Or maybe you could ask her, because I'm sure when you're watching Bravo, you haven't exposed yourself to too much. What are they doing? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Sometimes two men are in love. (laughs) They are friends. Yeah, anyway, so the Tom Brady thing is just kind of all over. chiming in. John, kissing your kids on the lips has to be a white thing. Being Mexican, my parents have never kissed us on the lips, ever. Nor have I ever seen any other families kiss any of their kids on the lips yeah it's really? gotta be a white thing it's i don't know i would guess it's up to about five years old you give a, yeah. a quick peck and then it starts being all right no 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 we're, we're you're a grown boy now let's yeah. maybe a kiss on the cheek tops but you don't do face-to-face kissing at age 12 13 anymore with your 
day. But Mexicans are like all about family. They have like oh, 800 yeah. people at their yeah. house, but constantly not, that's a lot party. of kisses. That's yeah. why they got to shorten it. You <laughs> well, make it and that's the, the other line. thing. Mexican people will you'll get pregnant if you start making. Yeah, it. You know, I can't kiss your. <laughs> next thing you know, those you got pecs turn. Yeah, those pecs move forward quickly. They're very very fertile people. Don't want to start the fire. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't want to stoke those coals because <laughs> the next thing you know, you've just, you just they're going to make a baby. It's not, like a bellow. If not with you, with somebody that day. Oh, you fired it up. This is your fault. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it is more normal than it. I, I've no, and I don't think it is normal. It wouldn't be a story in the news going, hey, Tom Brady's kiss with his voice seemed a little awkward, didn't it? It's a long one. Yeah, look for yourself. Toledo will post it and put it up on Facebook. Yeah, it's just, and the noise. I mean, maybe it's the combo, too, the guy's. Half naked on the table. Yeah. Well, it's passionate. I don't know. The way the boy, and the thing is, it's the boy is it's Pavlovian. Yeah. What do I get for it? His yeah. first response wasn't like to negotiate a deal with dad. It was like, what do I get for it? Means daddy gets a kiss for that. Yep. He All knows. Right. Okay. He knows. And then not imagine what not a Snickers a and a Coca Cola is. <laughs> yeah, can I have some sugar? You know we don't eat sugar in this house. Yeah, I know, but I'm really kind of jonesing for a Snickers bar. Bring it in. What? Well, well, you know what you, you gotta do. You know what do, daddy right? gets. Was that the bastard boy, the, the Moynihan boy? I don't boy? know if that's the Moynihan boy or not. It's the oldest one. has to be. Right? Yeah, I think it has to yeah, be because yeah, yeah. he's older. Because there's, well, one of them's Get in there, the... bastard in the basket. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, come here. Mm, you kiss like your mother. You have your mother's lips. Sometimes I miss bridge. People say I abandoned you and your mother, but look. Mm, he, has something, see, he has something to prove of that kid. No. <laughs> You're my boy. That's my boy. Can't say I ditched you now. Yeah. What if you found out that's what makes you great at sports? Making out with your old man. <laughs> and that's the secret. My biggest question you gotta is. read defense. Right. Make sure he just passes on that information like Green Mile. When the Panthers play the Patriots, is he rooting for Cam Newton? It's a good question. Sure. I mean, fantasy he is. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's weird. You know what? I don't understand any of the fantasies going on in the Brady household. I'll be honest. It's fantasy football, fantasy daddy kisses. I just don't, yeah. So anyway, you can judge for yourself, but it's awfully weird the day after you can't call my kid a pissant, and the news is just like, Tom Brady kissed his son. That's all the headline says, and it went on a little while. It goes on. It We're goes a little weird It goes on a little while. <laughs> Try to hold it in. Yeah, and there is a combination factor of a man rubbing a half-naked man and a little boy coming in and kissing the half-naked man while the rubbing man laughs. You know, you got to kiss him to get stuff. It kind of enhances it. It's strange. So, we all knew Tom Brady was a weirdo, but I had no idea it was going that far. I'm not, I'm not claiming he's molesting his kids. I'm saying that's strange. That's strange. Whatever goes on, and maybe it's European. Maybe that bunchin has drug over that some European thing where dads make out with their kids more often. I, I, I'm proud to be an American if that's the case, because I don't want to make out with my old man ever. <laughs> well, <clears throat> Merry Christmas, boy. Yep, Merry Christmas, Dad. We'll see you in a couple weeks for... Yep, all right. You don't know, on his deathbed, maybe. I'm not going to make out with him. him. No, unless I want him to die faster. I don't feel real good, and I want to let you know I always love... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. You do weird things when they're about no, to die. Or... I just have one last request. Give me a handy. Mm. I always wanted a boy handy. Your aunt did that, right? <laughs> well, to her husband. Yeah, they were, to a corpse. They had a even sexual, worse. Yeah, but they had a sexual relation. Not <laughs> even worse. It's still better that she did that to her dead husband <laughs> on the bed. 
than any of us in the room were family. I gotta give somebody a hand job. No. She was lamenting. In front of family. She was l- lamenting the surprise uh-huh. loss of her dead husband. You don't know. Your dad will be dead, maybe, and then then you'll start. I'm not jerking him off. <laughs> well, I've never done this. Don't but say it. Why not? No, I'm saying it. Eric. You'll I'm find out. Right. I never say wow. never moment. That is not. No. no. I'm gonna I say don't know. Yeah, yeah. No. weird hey, things happen. No, they don't, Eric. No. And Toledo's dead you'll right. Call up Rick today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make the call on this. I'll maybe. call Rick right now and just go, hey, uh, not for nothing, but when you get sick and start to die, keep Eric out of the room. He's got this whole never say never attitude towards beating your dead body off. Even though you never had a sexual relationship, I, I hope. never thought I'd hear that a story like that. that well, evidently, it's fairly common. I talked to a couple of doctors, and That's what I'm saying, and you know. w- but widows and their husbands, not like fathers and sons. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Never seen. <laughs> I do. Never. Yeah. Never been around that I situation. I do. Yeah, it's not a thing. That close. Well, family you keep it in your. Well, I know you like family <laughs> stuff, so you keep it in your world. I'll tell you, there is no doubt in my mind that I'm not beating my dad's dead body off, unless he's like as a joke. <laughs> As a joke, freak everybody out. Okay. Watch this, everybody. <laughs> he asked me to do it. Is that what are you, Ray Liotta? Get out of here. God, you're so funny. He's funny. You really lightened the moment. Maybe that's the magic button for heaven. That's oh. right. <laughs> hey, look, that makes God a bigger jerk for not putting that in the book. The joystick? I'm, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it says them right there. And upon thou passing, a family member shall beat the tar out of one's member. <laughs> See? Family member, member. Uh, all right, right. That's it. That's the connection. You've really connected that one, Dick Tracy. Yikes. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. You just don't beat your family members off. I bet Tom Even Brady's cousins. Even cousins. Oh, that's why it's weird. I'm surprised you didn't do it right there on that table. They're a little close. Anyway, call CPS. That's what we're saying. Get that kid out of there. Get her back to Bridget's house because Moynihan's the one. Uh, it's 6-11. And if you're kissing your father goodbye this morning, you know, there's a real quick turnaround on that. Let's not make that last too long. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 602-585-9800. A good one. You know what? We'll play it for you. What do we get in return, huh? <laughs> Isn't that a hashtag me too? Isn't that kind of what Harvey Weinstein did? If I give you this role, what do, what do I get? I give you a little... Mm-hmm. A peck? That's how it that's, starts. That's just a peck. Oh. You want a little more? Well, if you want this roll. <laughs> the little boys, they hashtag me too. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Thank you, whistle. Uh, it's 623 in the morning. So he's got an email from a guy that said, My dad had to be told by my teacher to stop kissing. Uh, we were at a parent-teacher conference, and he gave me a kiss that was, I even thought, a little long. It wasn't sexual, but too long, and the teacher asked him, Please don't do that. It was one of the most embarrassing days of my elementary school life. That would be pretty rough. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. I see how it goes. Um, please no, don't no, no, kiss no, your no, son no, in front no. of me like that anymore. I'm going to call someone. It is a little weird to do that. Anyway, Cardinal fans, you got something you can uh, be happy about. Looks like Kirk Cousins is available completely and utterly. And that means that you guys are going to probably have hey, Kirk Cousins over here. Pay him a ton of money. You got it. You got to get this new coach or quarterback. Are you what wasting he come here over the Broncos? I don't know. Depends on the cash. You know, we've always been surprised when people throw massive amounts of money. If the Broncos outpay, then they'll go. But they're definitely going to make a move. I wouldn't. The Cardinals aren't going to sit on their hands on this one. They're going to make the move. And uh, yesterday, Alex uh, Smith was traded over to the Redskins. So Kirk Cousins is not going to be the guy they sign. He's available. And by far, you know, the free agent prize of quarterbacks coming out. So Cardinals, this will be another opportunity for you guys to 
get a Kurt Warner, Carson Palmer situation where you get a guy who's a little bit established as a good thrower, pop him on the squad for a fee that's ridiculous, have him get hurt in the sixth week, and have Drew Stanton as your quarterback the rest of the year. It's the, it's the formula you've been using for years. So good luck to that. That's a, that's big news in football right there. That's a, a side Kind of a shocker. It is. It's a whole bunch weird that they just in Kansas City said, this is it. We're going with the kid. Despite having a guy who was the basically the number one passer rating in the CA. Yeah, he was the best quarterback yep. last year. And it, statistically, he was absolutely unreal. Alex Smith had a fantastic season last year. He's his reputation he can't shake. Despite putting up really good numbers for the last few years for the Chiefs and everything. So we'll see. So he's now a, a Redskin and my guess would be the Cardinals are going to back up the Brinks truck for Kirk Cousins and try to make that happen. Uh, before anybody else can really get serious about organizing their cash. You think so? You think this is really their move? They've got nothing else in, on offense. they got Larry Fitzgerald for maybe a year yeah, or they two. they got Fitzgerald and David Johnson. Yeah, yeah and they got David Johnson, and, and they want Larry to have a run. They're not going to let Larry sit here and die in a 4-12 here, rebuild. Here's again. my thing with it. Like, if I'm Kirk Cousins, the Broncos seems like an easier path yeah. to victories yes. because of that division. I yep. agree there. Should I don't be. know about the NFC West with the Rams now. Yeah. And Wilson, Goff. Oh, I don't want anything to do with the Garoppolo. NFC West. But again, it's money. Yeah. And you're going to have to play the best teams to be the best teams. So, uh, you know, eventually you're going to have to see some teams that are as good, if not better than you. I think the Broncos are probably more well-rounded. But I, look, if you got David Johnson behind you. That's a that's yeah. huge to me right there because the Broncos certainly don't have that, and you got a couple things the Cardinals have that they don't. Their defense is decent, a defensive minded uh, coach coming in now, so you know, it's not like this is the uh, you know the wasteland. This is a tough gig to take, but and I know I just can't see them not telling Larry Johnson or uh, yeah Larry Fitzgerald, uh, look, we're going to rebuild. We're going to go get a young quarterback, and if you want to go, we'll let you. You I can't. stick out the rookie uh, yeah, season. Yeah, maybe just one more year if you want. If not, we understand. We'll let you go somewhere else. That makes sense to me. But, you know, one last run with Larry, and you pay a quarterback a little bit for four years and then get a guy in the draft next year or this year. Makes sense to me. They're not dead in the water. They weren't terrible this year with all their injuries. And they, they held their own, for the most part, uh, against a division that they probably shouldn't have been so competitive in considering what was going on. They... Lane Gabbard? Come on. Uh, so, yeah, so the Cardinals are going to have that football talk as we uh, creep ever closer to a Super Bowl that absolutely has no buzz. I had uh, Louis Moses uh, from Moses, Inc., and I had a beer last night talking about he's coming in Monday. He always comes in and assesses the Super Bowl ads because, you know, he had a couple on there years ago and got great credit. He told me that his Joe Boxer ad that ran in 2002, he said, just to tell you how everything's changed, uh, which was a commercial for underwear. Um and he said that there certain news stations will call him up and say, well, you know, we want to have you in. And he goes, I want to run my ad for, to say, you know, the one that we won awards for during my Super Bowl ad from years ago, the one we won awards for. And now uh, the, the news people are like, we can't run that underwear ad on TV. It's like it was 2002. We're, it wasn't even racy then. And now it's, you know, it's too far. We, we wouldn't even risk it. And so the underwear ad that... We won awards yeah. for it. in 2002. You guys are afraid to run now. Yeah, let's just we'll mention. It. I don't want to run it. I don't want to do that. It's too scary and too like it's it's just and everybody's not that it's free advertising. Yeah, like everybody's scared. He said so. He you know we kind of were talking last night. I think we both agree that this year's batch of Super Bowl commercials are going to be super safe. Like there's not going to be a whole lot of risk taking because everybody's so afraid of offending people. That's everything's offensive. So it'll be a bunch of progressive. They're definitely you know, going at. After some funny again, it'll be interesting to They'll see try. how much 
But you what angle do they? Will it will it be pies in the face funny? And tear jerking. Yeah, will it be yeah, that's what I think they're gonna do mostly. But will, I think they're gonna go pies in the face, stupid slapstick, weird funny, and nothing really substantive. And still people will you know, the the people with broken noses and deviated septums from pies in the face incidents will probably have a, a march. Part of me but, hates that they release some of these early. Yeah. Well, would, why not? Six million dollars to run an ad. Yeah, why would you, yeah. you can run it after. You could start it, kick but it off. Think there. about you're all the, the free right exposure now. you get. But right think now. about it: if you're at a Super Bowl party, and if you're the guy who looked online and saw, "Oh my God, wait till you see the Doritos one." Wait, it's you're yeah. just you're saying the product over. You're actually hyping a commercial. All right. So it works for. Like him. I like that Dundee one. I thought that was yeah. pretty funny. It works for him. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm not a big. I, I kind of am torn on the whole thing. I never really got into the commercials anyway. I think we've been told how great Super Bowl commercials are. There's been a couple over the years that I've been like, that was really good. For the most part, listen, we get all excited about the ads because we've been told to be excited about the ads. And majority of the time, they're average to okay. Sometimes five mil they're a good. pop. Yeah, and it's costing five and six million dollars to, to run it. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sitting there thinking back to too many of them where I'm like, that was a game changer. It's just a commercial. There's been a couple that have made you giggle. But you're at a party. You're watching a game. They kind of are just commercials. If, and I've never really gotten the whole hype on it. And one thing you can't keep doing is every year, Boomer Esiason or Jim Nance or Kevin Nealon or whatever host the Super Bowl's greatest commercials of all time. Well, that should be the same show pretty much every year, save for maybe one or two from the last one. But they always act like it's a brand new show. It's a show about commercials. It's everything we hate about television as a show. You like commercials in between your entertainment? We're going to show you commercials as entertainment, then show you commercials. Sold as part of the package when they sell the original commercial. Right. You know, we'll recycle it. Yeah, this thing will be recycled for years. Crazy. So uh, enjoy. But yeah, there's no hype on this Super Bowl. None. I asked the guy yesterday, I'm like, are you watching? Tripp and I were talking Tripp. Are you going to watch the game Sunday? I'm like, if we're home, you know, I'm going to pay attention, but I'm not going to sit and just, you know, laser focus with, you know, emotion. I really am not. I might actually record it, get some stuff done, and blow over a lot of the commercials, and then watch the commercials on uh, the internet later, the ones that everybody says are good or bad. So there's just no buzz for this thing. It'll still pick up as the week goes on, but nobody cares. Everybody hates the Patriots, and it's just it's like eating a Tide Pod to I don't know, support the Eagles. You will still always have, just like you're not a baseball fan, but you end up watching Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah, but it's this a Game 7. Yeah, there's some, it. There's One something and to it. And even then, I didn't watch Game to 7. to the Super Bowl. Watch, I know, but I'm just saying there's like no... Game 7, usually there's a six-game history between the players and teams yeah, that is built up into a story. Yeah. These teams have no real rivalry. There's no real... I mean, it's the Super Bowl, but there's nothing like that's really... And that's what Super Bowl week is, to try to tie things together. You can't play on it. 12 years ago. You build interest. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of interest in these two teams battling it well, out. You got, I forget what it was, 75% of the people that want the yeah. Eagles. Well, people are, that's the only thing that's driving the Super Bowl is hate. This Super Bowl's emotion is hate. Nobody wants to see the Patriots win it anymore. Patriot fans are loving rubbing the face of everybody uh, in the dirt. It's hate. It's a hate-based Super Bowl. It has more to do with the fact that even people who don't care hate the Patriots. They just, they're they're rooting against, it's almost like the election last year. You're rooting against someone more than you were rooting for someone. So you're just, you're kind of voting Eagles because you don't want to see somebody else win. That's, that's what I'm doing. I don't care if the Eagles win a Super Bowl. I just hate the Patriots. I hate them. And now that I know Tom Brady and his son kiss like that. 
I want to see a Super Bowl win. You're leaning towards the Patriots now. I am because I want to see the Super Bowl celebration when he's like, here comes my little guy, and he runs across the 50 in slow motion with Bo Derek braids on. (laughs) Bolero playing in the background. And then they just start celebrating right there on the field in front of a stunned Robert Kraft. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, anyway, if you care about Super Bowl, you're usually a fan of the two teams. And if you don't, it's kind of like, well, whatever happens, happens. This year, it's different. Everybody hates the Patriots. You know what else I've noticed? Everyone hates Patriot fans. Nobody's talking to Jeff downstairs. Nobody. Jeff downstairs is a big Patriots fan. begging to have somebody to talk to And he wants people to talk to him about it, and nobody will. And then so our our friend uh, to the show, Jose Meza, that does the animation stuff, brought me a shirt yesterday. He made this Tom Brady sucks on it. It's It's a great shirt. I'm laughing. I just showed it to Jeff. He goes, nobody wants to talk Super Bowl. I'm like, not with you, jackass. Get out of here. I just wanted to peg him into the earth. Don't care. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's a very Jay Cutler Super Bowl. <laughs> but if they win, it'll just be a, it's a gut punch to the majority of it. So it's a hate-based Super Bowl. Congratulations, America. We're all going to hate together. And that's what we really should be. That's what we're about. Disliking with a common interest. Yeah, the great thing is I can... Get up and get chips if I need to. Yeah, you can miss stuff. Grab not a beer. Care. I'm not going to watch any pregame. I don't care about Pink's song. <laughs> Justin Timberlake may interest me at halftime only because it's like if something happens, like last time he was on stage with booby flops out, I'd be watching. That could be just as interesting as the game. That that to me, <laughs> that's the that's the sell. If I were to buy a ticket, it'd be like booby flop and Justin Timberlake seems uh, kind of like a thought. <laughs> I'll try that. And he's going to do a Prince song because it's Minnesota, and I'd like to hear that. He's got the falsetto thing. So I am I'm more like happily intrigued by the idea that Justin Timberlake may entertain me. And then it's back to the doldrums of this nonsense. And probably another Patriots championship, which I've seen plenty of. I've seen this script before, and usually it goes goes the way of the Patriots. Where's uh, Mark Randall spending the game? Have you talked That's on? a good question. I don't know. Big oh, yeah. Eagles fan. I don't know. Charlie cheesesteak at the... Uh, Is he going to the cheese house? Yeah. Or the Sugar Bowl? Godfathers I think. or whatever? Where's the place in Tempe? has that uh, Eagles bar and Rock Bar's an Eagles bar here oh, in town. So there you go. So he, I don't know if he's going to any of them, but... Mark will take his little petite feet right downstairs to his TV and probably his watch staff. it. Home. Yeah. <laughs> his little staff and his petite feet. Chips shall be ingested. <laughs> Somebody go get daddy's size sevens. Make I me a Totino. Plan to go outside. Here's your pizza pockets. They're tiny like your toes. Thank you. This little piggy. That's what he should say every time the Patriots drop back to pass. None shall pass. He is Randolph the Gray. But yeah, he's our Eagles fan, and I'm, you know, we're for him, so. No buzz. The waiter last night at Huss Brewery. Super Bowl? Uh, Just don't want to see the Patriots win. Right. You don't care either. No, not really. Common theme. Common theme. It's the hate Super Bowl, and I'm all for it. I got an email this morning from our, uh, oh, it's a text, but from our cohort down the hall there, Mo, from the uh, Alt-Live station. Ooh, is there drama? There may be drama. Yeah. Stir it so up, she, I will. I told really? her, I said, I'm going to bring this up. <laughs> we'll talk at 10. Uh-uh. No. We'll, I'll talk at 636, but it's not what you think. Come on, is it good? Out of nowhere this morning, she texted me and said, I had the weirdest dream about you last night. Ooh. It's not what you think. Like, oh, all right. Megan and, and my, I don't want to hear about Megan and my great-grandma, and it wasn't an orgy. 
What in the F? Uh, I'll go straight on the air with this. No, no, no. Don't do anything about it. No, no, no. You're banging my wife and your great-grandma. Uh, and she's not as great as you think. It was weird, but I hope it's not true. So I'm working on details on this. And then How it says, weed is she smoking? Don't pound my grandma. Yeah, it's yeah, it's time that we just... We eliminated her from the program if this gets a little stranger. But nobody has... First off, you dream about your great-grandma and include, you know, me in it. Automatically, I'm a little concerned about what you you're keep, smoking. You keep those dreams to yourself. Yeah, those are the ones you just kind of bottle up. You put that genie in the bottle and you leave it there. Are her great-grandma still around? Well, I don't know. Maybe she visited in uh, from Mexican heaven and told Mo. Oh, see, sí, aquí. <laughs> you should... Uh... Have sex with the successful guy down the hall's wife. Grams. Casi. Aquí. Like a De La Morte stall. <laughs> mira, mira, mira. Aquí. Mira. Yeah, she just shows up as the ghost of Great Graham to tell him. Tell him about your dreams. Tell him of your dreams and your hopes. So if we break down the psychology of this, yeah. that's something to do with her. That would get her an end, really, because, yeah. you know. Your wife would be banging her great grandma. She wants, as I understand it, to include me in her family. <laughs> she wants me to be her family, which means she wants me to be part of her life. Ah. And she feels isolated from. Yes. And in the world of radio, she would rather have me on her side, I guess. Than whatever other jackasses in there. Right. I'm just not dreaming about Neandermark and Paul over there. And Grams. You are the great, great Grams. Or the great. Yeah, I'm the wise old sage yeah. or something. Or Megan is. I'm not sure how this works. And then great grandma. If you are Licky's wife, there's a better chance you have. And she's dying for a poon. Here's what. Oh. oh you brought man. the word dying up and brought this in. Okay. So great grandma's probably dead. Although Mexican great grandmas are in their they 40s. They can live for they a can, while. Well, they start yeah. when they're 15. So, so grandma's 30. Yeah. Great grandma's 35, 40, something like that. So, yeah. So she could still very well be alive. She may feel like her show's dying. And, uh, another, yes, yes. and another dead thing came and said, Yes, you are on the precipice of death. Follow the light. <laughs> the light is this guy over here. Get in good with him. And when you get fired, <laughs> maybe he'll give you a job. Mira, mira, okay. Get back to promotions. <laughs> yeah, she's sending random texts like you yeah. and Larry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a weird dream about uh. my grandma. Her great-grandma's yeah. banging everybody. Yeah, it's weird when your great-grandma graduated in 92. See, mira, come here. Mira. She sees the end. Yeah, she's, yes, the end. And that's what they yeah, say when something's there. dying. I saw great-grandma and Uncle Tio. <laughs> Which is Uncle Uncle. And I saw them all, and they told me to talk to you. Well, really? About what? I don't know. Trying to avoid dying. Oh, your career was going to heaven. I see. You Mexicans had a real good uh, thing with that. Work then, work then. So that's what it. That's what it is. Dead great grandma came to her in a dream and said, "Mira, sí. career is muerte." So there you go. Reach so she, out. You yeah. need to reach out. Find coattails. Find coattails. If she comes over to talk about it, I already got it figured out. Yeah, I got it figured out. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> You're looking to ride our coattails. <laughs> what? Your great grandma said your show's dying. <laughs> and. You need coattails. So she's dying and your show's dying. Yeah. See, also, I'm dying. 45. <laughs> Great grandmas don't last much longer than that. And Megan's just a crush. Yeah. yeah. And you want to lick. Well, and also, she's trying to be like buddies. Like, remember? Because we used to, when, when Mo was a slug, 
she watched my dogs for extra money. That's right. right. Yeah, so she got in with us for a little while, and then I told her she was never allowed in my house again because she's trying to take money from us by being a competitor. And I'm like, that's fine. We'll be friends. But like I tell everybody. Well, you let Ian in. After he got fired. Uh, yeah, if you're in yeah, the mornings against good. us, I want you to die a miserable career death for trying to take my money, and I'll never, ever, ever let you in my home. Nice. Because you're basically saying, whatever's out there for you, John, I want a piece of, and I'm saying no. So go die on a vine, and I hope your career stops there, and you're doing middays like Ian, and then you got to come back and admit that you couldn't beat us and do middays or nights somewhere else. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Fine with that. Yeah, I have no intent. I told one of my good friends, Chuck Powell, I'm like, oh, good, you took a job in the mornings. I hope it fails. You're broke. You file for bankruptcy and learn the lesson of never trying that against me again. And what happened? He lives in Seattle now. Yeah, and he moved to Seattle. <laughs> Doing a midday sports talk show. What is it? Chuck and something. Chuck and Puck. Yeah, Chuck and Chuck Puck. And Puck. Yeah. Yeah. I love the living the Puck. I love the guy. He's great. The living yeah. Puck? Yeah. The... No, the other Puck's not dead. You're no, thinking of Tero. No, there's a Puck. Uh, another guy whose name was Puck. On Your references are 35-year-old uh, was getting ready to go to trial for child pornography. And his name's Puck? Yeah. Yeah. But nobody knew that. Brady okay. brought that up as if everyone knew that. We're thinking of Puck from Famous San Francisco's Puck real world. Well, that's There's only one. I mean, yeah. that's what they, he reads yesterday. about stuff in the morning. And then yeah. it becomes oh, yeah. Yeah. filters. Yeah. I heard it yesterday, yeah. and I thought they said Puck is dead. I'm like, Puck from MTV? I need you to do me. Well, but when it wasn't him, you can't use this Puck as a reference. <laughs> or when it didn't belong, you need to yeah. set up this Puck. Does your brain have like a little thing and it goes, I've heard the word Puck in the last day. <laughs> I know a Puck. I was reading about hockey. This That's morning. not how references work, Brady. Stop. I've read of a, of a puck in the past 24 hours. Puck! <laughs> All right, your hand's in the air. You're shouting the word puck. Please, go on. Still hadn't found it. Puck! Searching. No, don't bother. Nobody wants to know. It's not a good reference. <laughs> Logan dies at the end. Logan dies. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need to know. <laughs> the living puck! What? His puck name from, wasn't puck. puck. Puck from Real World's dead? No. Who are you talking about? A general Puck. citizen Puck. of the United States named Puck. Come on, Mark Sailing. Right. Uh, from Glee. Are you Mindy still digging? Sailing? What does that have to do with anything? He committed suicide before he could be sentenced. <laughs> Brady, you just found a dead question. guy. Yeah, His sad. name was Puck. No, it wasn't. No, on the show it was Noah Puck. Puck Puckerman, yeah. That's your tie-in. His character right. was named Puck. I rest my case on this having not been worth mentioning wow. in the first place. Kevin Towers is dead, too. How weird was that? I didn't know he was sick. I knew he had a thing. I didn't know he was that bad. So, yeah, former Jim of the Diamondbacks passed away. So, that's that puck guy Brady's talking about and that guy. Everybody mourn it. I didn't know. I thought we were bringing up random people that died. Mira, mira, aquí, great grandma. Great grandma. Great grandma is dead. See, <laughs> si, mira. You know what they used to call me? Puck. <laughs> there, they all died together. And Puck. I wonder if Kevin Towers was nicknamed Puck. Grandmother Pucker. <laughs> Was she a lesbian? Oh, grandma, great grandma. Yeah, well, good question. Not full time because she had like fifteen kids. That's true. Anyway, Mo's down there dreaming of a better life. That's basically all that dream comes down to. And she's got to sit in that, you know, listen to Twenty One Pilots fifteen times, and then have a consultant tell her to shut up. She wants a better life. Yeah, she used to watch our dogs. She was allowed in her house, and we've eliminated her. Also not necessary to mention that Chuck's co-host is alive. 
The Living Puck. He's not doing a show with the dead puck, is he? The Living Puck. Yeah, it's a weekend of Bernie's. It's we didn't, uh, we didn't Chuck lose and the Puck. The point was, we didn't lose that puck. Right. Good to see you, Puck. <laughs> Which is really a deviation. Today. I mean, we took the wrong exit. Somebody wasn't paying attention. There's so many pucks out yeah, there. Yeah, but you weren't paying attention to the uh, arc of the story. You took a right. You We're took all going this John way. killing off morning shows, <laughs> literally almost. Nope, just heard the word puck, yeah. and then turned right. Exit 95. We're looking for 102, but exit 95, and then we're off talking about something else. So, uh, as it turns out, my co-host has been dead for a while. You may have wondered why he wasn't coming uh, to That's think, why it's been so quiet I think his co-host would think the other way around. That Chuck's He's dead? dead? Yeah. No. Um. See, you're, you're, just, you're still really not focusing in. <laughs> you need your ADD pills on where this conversation should go. Uh, what do you got on the big board of music, musical treats here? Wait, dead, song. Any dead guys? Dead uh, memories. Dead. Yeah, dead, dead memories. memories. That's kind of it. Wake That's up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Looking to buy or sell a home, go to that website, ELOteam.com. We got Devil Driver Sale up there as well. Let me hear you scream, Ozzy. Dead memories. They say. Uh, dead Broadway. memories, yeah. That's for, for most dreams. Okay. Great grandma. I got to ask her. I'll ask her if great grandma's still alive. Uh-oh. Now you, and then say... Did you hear Puck died? No, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. You, you want to keep that alive. It's going to be the running gag today. <laughs> nope, it isn't. It's not a gag. It wasn't a, a gag, gag to start. Yeah, it has to be a gag first. Can you, like, uh, Doc Pay or something if we... If Brady loses it. focus like that again? <laughs> if you bring up that reference the rest of the day. Yeah, in the future <laughs> when you lose focus that poorly and you recognize... Well, that was pointless. Why did I do that? Just do the thing that women never do. and just. Go, I'm sorry, guys. You know, NFL players get their fines right. for yeah, their socks yeah. being right. out of the way. That's one of them. <laughs> Whoops! I wrecked the story and took it down a road. Now I've got to explain. I'll be spending the next four minutes explaining. This guy says you're on the nose with the uh, great grandma thing. My ex-wife's mom is now a great grandmother. Her fourth daughter had a little girl at 17. Now that granddaughter is 16. She's having a baby. <laughs> My ex's mom is 60. Had her first son at 16. Total of six kids. She's going to be a great great grandmother. You people make babies like impressive, unbelievable. Television, so many kids, one car, tiny little house. Seems awful. Stop it. We need to give uh, rubbers. We should make them more colorful. You know, with like the skulls and the sugar wow. skulls, and like make them more Mexican so they. More apt to use them. It's that Bible. Little flags. That Bible says don't use those. And look what it's done. We got great grandmas at 60. Good God. Be fruitful and multiply. I know, but and don't use contraception. Every one of those things is a, a God's dream. Don't destroy they, them. They, they have to move on from that whole deal. That has to stop. That has got to stop. It's 2018. Yes, it's a year. It's a current year. <laughs> it is. Don't you Mexicans realize it's the current year? That's our argument to you. It's not another year. It's the one we're in. The churches acknowledge science Wake exists. Up. Yes. So they on. have a science department. Step it up a notch. On Shape condom. the condom like a cross. Do something with these Mexicans from keeping these poor young ladies from being great grandmothers in the, way too early. Yeah, I would, uh, I would guess... 
uh, yeah, Mo's great grandma died three or four years ago. So yeah, it's a it's a message from her Mexican heaven that says her career's dying and she's got to. Uh, it's all right. We'll talk later. I'll get more out of her later. She has conned you into mentioning her name on our show. Still, uh, I'll uh, Mo 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 on ninety three point three. Go ahead and listen. You'll be back. <laughs> I love advertising stuff that makes us look better. The Mo Show on ninety three point three. Alt Live. One of those crappy whining songs. She was in there with her program director the other day, and they had a big notebook with nothing written on it. And I'm like, oh, going over the pros of your show. You're a dick. Yep. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> trying to find yeah. one? Trying to edit another one. That's the empty page. Thanks for seeing. Now he's explaining. Look what you started. My uh, fault. Yeah, it's the, it's the encyclopedia boys trying to help out with all the jokes. Uh, let's just get to it. It's Slipknot, Dead Memories. It's 98KUPD. Ah, it's Metallica right there. Seeking and destroying, and uh, we're looking to do that. Mo, I'm trying to get her on the air with us, and I, she's afraid to come on a show with listeners. So it's uh, definitely going to be a, a tough one for her to come along, but we're getting there. She won't give me the number to get her on. She won't come out of the room. We need to know about this dream. We will analyze this dream. Oh, we already did. We nailed it. But just get more details and see how dark this thing gets for her. By the way, the moon is gone. It's over. The last you'll ever see of it. Uh, it was really a unique experience. I, I feel bad I missed it after it totally eclipsed. It circled the Earth real fast one time and then just took off. It was an amazing. We all missed it. And will it be back, Brady? Yeah. Do you have any ideas? No soon. one knows. It'll be back soon. Okay. In its place, just a sign. Gone fishing. <laughs> totally took me by surprise. You guys were right. That was quite an experience staring at that shadow. Unreal. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And a guy just emailed me and said, John, something you said has sparked me a couple days ago. I'm so tired of Tom Terrific and Bill Belichick. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl Sunday. And it's the first time in my 40-plus years that I'm going to skip it on purpose. I've got plans already, and I feel liberated. It's funny how they've made me feel like I'm missing something if I don't watch. I never even considered it an option. It's so ingrained in our sports fan psyche. Thank you for giving me my Sunday back. Well, you know what you could do is just go to Hooters and stare at chicks, and then the game will be on in the background. Just kind of check in now and again so you're not completely oblivious to what's going on in the world. Didn't you say you weren't going to watch? I'm not going to watch it live, probably. i got a lot of things I'm going to do. We're going to try to do some stuff. We're kind of forced to watch it. Record, yeah, that's the thing. I have to watch because I know. But I'll, I'll, I'll kick through the boring, you know. And, you know, forwards and backs. And, you know, the thing with the Internet is you don't have to watch the whole game to get the story of the game anymore. That's true. So I can watch a bunch of highlights after. It's going to be just parsed to death afterwards. I'm wondering if I can do it. I'm Maybe not I'll sure Maybe I'll go see a movie. Megan and I were talking about trying to just roll out of town, drive back, and listen on the radio and check in every once in a while. It's like, wow, I, I, maybe we'll do that. Huh. I wonder what the theaters are like on the Super Bowl. You think there's anybody there? It's a good time to see all those... Um, Black movies. Well, yeah, it's the afternoon. You get the matinee prices. Are there any good, uh, like, well, is that... Get Out's back. Is that Lightning? Well, or no, uh, 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 the Black Panther movie out yet? No, no. It's supposed yet. to be great. Boy, that Next would be a good Friday. time to see that. With all the hooting and hollering. <laughs> Damn. Maybe we can talk them into a pre-screening since no one's there. You guys have to have a copy. Let's just all... Look. <laughs> just all go in there. Who has Sun, it? NBC? Sunday afternoon. Yeah, NBC's got the game. It's usually on at, like, 5 or so, and then it's a little later. Yeah, like 4.30, yeah, they 4 start 30. all the stuff and then kick off right around 5. Either way, uh, yeah, go to Hooters. Have some wings, and when the game starts, surprise everybody and go, oh, I'm done here. See you, gang. You going to go stay for the game? Nope. 
I came for the wings and the ladies, and now I'm leaving. There's some people that have a traditional Super Bowl party every year, no matter yeah, what the team is. No matter what. Amazing. Are you going to one? I am not. Yeah, He's I'm going, going to a, a non-traditional Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> a lot of people go out to the Phoenix Open. Yeah. The oh, they the leave early, though. The end of the yeah, Phoenix Open is usually empty. Right at it, but and what do they do with the Phoenix Open? That whole bird's nest opens up as a big Super Bowl viewing tent. Yep. So everybody goes and watches there. Yeah. It's the first year I don't really know anyone doing a party. No. I stopped liking Super Bowl parties because of all the people that were, I don't know, just there. Or they say something stupid like, uh, 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 ah, the Patriots win. I, you know, they just don't. They're, it's the it's the Beths of the world, you know? Yeah. You start hearing from them and their, super, their football knowledge. And then uh, you're trying to talk football with somebody who doesn't know football and trying to be polite. It's like, I would never watch a game with you. What I would recommend is if your team is there, don't go to somebody oh, else's never, football party. Oh, never. Ever. I made that mistake yeah. on the Marshawn Lynch Super Bowl. Oh, you want to punch everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, I mean, I was glad to... I wasn't home because I might have destroyed something in my yeah. house, but. You destroyed someone else's home, which oh. is smart. That's good. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, this Super Bowl is just a, it's garnered zero emotion or interest from the average fan. It's kind of weird. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give it to us. Brady reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Wednesday morning fun facts. Seven U.S. presidents were born in log cabins. Stands to reason. Carter was the last one. <laughs> Correct. Wow. <laughs> no. Really? You knew that? Oh. You pulled that out of your <laughs> But did you see how good that was? Uh, that was good. Huh? Really? That's another Camaro moment. Or did you and yeah. Brady talk about it this morning? No, or? I just played in Toledo bit like a dumb fish. Huh? Lincoln. I know Lincoln. Lincoln, uh, the rest Andrew oh, Jackson, Zachary yeah. Taylor, Millard Fillmore, James Buchanan, Ulysses S. Grant, James Garfield. There you go. Buchanan, like Yul Brenner. Buchanan. <laughs> the uh, one out of every nine Americans has worked at a convenience store. Check. You have? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yep. Really? Yep. Stop and Rob called Mini Martin Montana. Stop and Rob. <laughs> did you ever get robbed? No. You did the, not get but robbed? The location I was at was robbed four times. No kidding. Yeah. But never you. Never me. Would you be a hero and tackle the man? Oh, no. What else you want on the way out? (laughs) Split it with you. It always cracks me up. Why are you fighting the the robber? Take it all. (laughs) What insurance is for? The only ones that ever, like the good ones are the Koreans who own the the shop. Yeah, because they're the ones who fight. You're invested. They got stake in the game. If I'm working there. No No. way. Nope. (laughs) Whatever you you want, buddy. The the safe. Get the gun out of my face. You know the safe code? (laughs) This is easy. It's 13 left. No, I'll put, do it. Yeah, I'll put do the it. gun away. Put it in the holster. You don't need that. Put that down. <laughs> they would tell you because we have a safe that you can get change out of. Mm-hmm. You, know, you get like rolls of quarters and, and 20s, and they say if anybody asks to do that, make sure you get the roll of pennies because you can't hit another button again for like 15 minutes. Really? Oh, yeah, Awkward. So they were like, oh, I pressed the wrong button. I would tell well, them I'll that. Wait here, I'll wait here for I 15 minutes. I would tell the criminal. Yeah. Here's the thing. This works a certain way. If I screw this up, that won't open. It's not because I'm trying to foil yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I may not get full this. Full disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> I'm going to put you in peril, but make sure you, give, make sure you give him a roll of pennies. Here's Why, another so he thing. can throw it at me? By the way, let's not do this now. There's a weaker woman that works the overnight shift. She's got a meth problem. She'll be in here about 4 a.m. Real pushover. You come in, knock her out. I'll give you the codes. I'll give you everything. Because you scare me. You've got a weapon, and you're clearly, I don't care about this place. Yeah, Tony Romas, I used to leave that back door open when I'd count the money, and some guy, our old manager, came, John, you leave that back door open, you're going to get robbed. I'm like, no, you're going to get robbed. 
I'm going to be just fine. They don't have to bonk me in the head or yep, anything. They're yep. not going to get any fight out yeah. of me. Short discussion. The money, the safe's right here. You've already got it lined up for them. Here's yep. the ones, the fives, the yeah, tens. bank-faced. That's true. <laughs> Ready to go. Would you like the tally sheet? Here you go. In fact, if I can, I'll try to get the credit card receipts and do something at the bank tomorrow morning for you if you want to stick around for a while. But I, I'm not getting robbed. You're getting robbed. There are still 19 U.S. states where it's legal for teachers to use corporal punishment on students. Yeah. Arizona is one. Nice. Yeah. They never use it. I tell Lisa them. that all the time. Like, she's got an unruly class this year. Spank them. Break out the ruler. Doesn't she teach special needs still, though? No, no. Oh, fourth grade. Oh, she's out on this. What's the she's in a gen ed class now. Gen What's that mean? General education. Oh. Not special education. So they're no longer special. Right. They're just These general. kids are they're lame. They're general. Run-of-the-mill kids. There's a big uh, Twitter debate going on right now. A woman named Jess Marfisi from Burbank, uh, California, posted a question on Twitter over the weekend. Um, whether or not a straw has one or two holes. Say again? A straw. One big hole. Like a particular straw or straws in general? The argument for one hole is would you say a donut has two holes? Right. A straw is a long plastic it's donut. one big hole. The argument back for two holes, a straw is a man-made tunnel. There's a hole you enter in and a hole you exit. Well, I would say tunnels If a hole entrances. led to no other point of egress, then it's a pit or a bag. Right, if there's no exit point. It's just an yeah. So a straw would have two holes. If it's got an entrance and an exit. Certain length. So if a donut was Mm -hmm. as long as a straw, it would have two holes. Right. This is the dumbest argument ever. (laughs) Did you see in California they're going to start fining places that use uh, straws to people who don't ask because the environment can't take any more straws? Well, that and right. Have you ever had those cardboard straws? Thousand dollar fine. Yeah, they're they're going to fine restaurants a thousand bucks for six months giving straws. To people who didn't ask, because my God, the ducks! Shut up. I thought I heard too that it, it's only for sit-down restaurants, not right? Fast yeah, it's not food like place. yeah, fast food can throw the straw. That's who's giving out all the straws yeah, yeah, in the first exactly. place. But like sit-down places can't give you a plastic straw. So now there won't bad. be any more straws next to the drink machine. Well, you have no, to I ask see, for a straw. You've never been clearly to a sit-down restaurant. No. <laughs> They don't have drink machines at Goodwill. I've never been to a restaurant that didn't have it. <laughs> the that drink way. machine's name is Julio, and he goes and gets it for <laughs> Excuse me, drink machine. Aquí, mira, mira. Yes, thank you. Hi, I'd like a Diet Dr. Pepper and a straw, please. You're killing the environment. I don't like pelicans. The classiest place he's been is Payway yeah. with their uh, straws. You're telling me. Hey, what's that? That's, that's Asian. <laughs> that the straw dispenser <laughs> next to the machine that divvies out the soda Intercontinental. <laughs> yeah. Thousand bucks to that. Nanny state of California has lost its mind. Toledo maybe had a sit-down restaurant. Now, now, I'm going to get my own drinks. Yeah. I'm not tipping you. I love California's laws when they pass those things because it just makes you shake your head, and they just, they're just they so proud of it. We'll find sit-down restaurants to give out for the environment. Have you seen your freeway? If you people were serious about this, you'd all <laughs> give up your cars. You're not going to give up the conveniences, but these straws have to go because I saw a pelican once that had a straw stuck in its eye, and it made me sad. Maybe Idiots. we just need to advance our straw-making technology. Yeah. Or you Make go- them reusable, like the bags that, uh, you know, you have to BYOS. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You bring or you your own be like straw. Seattle, and then everything, you get fined if you don't compost your food. And that's restaurant. another place that's got to calm down a little bit. I don't see their traffic problem lightening up either. Yeah. Not everybody went out and got a bicycle and a Prius. They're sucking up a lot of air and then telling us that straws are the problem. 
F you, hypocrites. There's I ran my shower in Palm Springs for an extra 10 minutes just because they had signs up that said, we're in a water shortage. And the reason I said, no, you're not, is because the golf course had three times a day watering going on right outside Lush my window. fairways. It was gorgeous. Can we slide in an emergency Megan 911? Uh-oh, what is from it? From the text. My wife just had a Megan 911 moment, John. While she was trying and miserably failing to find the super blood moon, <laughs> she said to me, aw, I'm too short to see the moon. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I needed a ladder. Oh, well, next time I'll know. A little wiser, the more you know. Bing, bing, bing. Fool me once. She looks out the window, can't see it now. Um, next time the moon has its period, I'll get a lantern. She's up on the roof. No, nope, still not close enough. She falls off tower. The roof. A little tower of books. Getting there. It's daytime. Oh, right. That's what's stymieing the process. It's behind that tree over there. I guess I'm too short to see the moon. You go nail that little hottie. She is beautiful, I guarantee it. Yeah, she's there's, fun. Yeah, that's a, a fun one there. <laughs> she's a spinner, too. She's like 5'2 and dumb as a stump. Beautiful. Awesome. Gotta be smoking hot. There's a dietitian named Chelsea Ammer, and she says it would actually be better for you to eat pizza for breakfast Here instead of cereal. Oh, Here, we, Here go. we go, boys. Man, Get the music. I needed the music. I'll get it. Do we have may, a song for maybe yes. surprised. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah, Ralphie May. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe surprised to find out the average slice of pizza and a bowl of cereal with whole milk contain nearly the same sure. amount of calories. What cereal are you eating? Pizza packs a much larger protein punch, which will keep you full throughout the morning. Contains right. uh, more fat and less sugar, so you won't experience a quick sugar crash. Then what cereal? Coco yeah, Chris, Rudy Pebbles. Hi, everybody. Just checking in from heaven with my exploded heart as Robbie Man. Get you some fat guy propaganda news coming at you here. 7 21 in the morning. Brady going to tell you. Eat pizza in the morning time. At least eat nine slices before you, you go, go to work. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's a slice of pizza. That's right. One slice of pie. Nobody knows how big that has to be because I, my slice is a circle. Whole pizza player. How pizza player? Yeah, but it's not cut. It's one it's slice. It's a slice. <laughs> it's like, does it have two holes? If I never cut it, it's just one big slice of pizza. And I eat that for breakfast instead of that nasty-ass fruity pebble. Take it for me and Brady. Pizza, pizza pie. Start your day. Fat guy, propaganda food nude. It's way better than four bowls of cereal. Yeah, you don't get enough out of cereal bowls. Also, my cereal bowl is an oil fat. (laughs) A vat? 68 gallons. According to another survey, single people say that when they start dating someone, knew that they're... How soon are they ready to take a trip with them? According to women, they say they're they're willing to go on a trip with someone just after uh, five dates. Men are ready to go even uh, sooner. They're willing you to go drove. after three days. Yeah, no, I went to Montreal with a girl I was dating oh. for like a month. Didn't you go to Seattle too? Well, that was yeah. different. 
That, that was that was to meet see. the person. Yeah. Oh right. Oh yeah, yeah. That was an. That was stupid. This one you were already dating. I was dating for a month, and she went crazy. Yeah, she was loony. Canada got in a fight up there. Yeah, she had a free trip from work and could take somebody. She took you. Took me. Good start. I was like, hey, this is cool. All right, I want to go to Montreal. I've never been there. Yeah. Sounds like a neat place. Psychotic. Man. She disappeared. Like, study on the Olympique. And a lunatic next to me. This is great. And you came home alone, right? Or did you travel uh, together? No, we did. What happened was <laughs> she, she got really drunk and we were out with her friends. Everything was fine. And then she just disappeared. And they're like, oh, yeah, she does that all the time. Oh, She, she does crazy. the walkabout. Yeah. Like I, I was like, yeah, I can relate. Yeah. I do the walkabout. Yeah. Well, I'll she walked about to uh, meet up with some other guy oh, and uh, was banging him, dude. and then he slapped her around. Oh, and so geez. she's banging on our hotel door with a black eye in the middle of the Man, night. She knows a lot of people in Montreal for having one of Well, it's a work it. thing. Oh, the whole job. The whole company, right? Oh. Shows up with a black eye, <laughs> and then five minutes and I'm like, I, you ran crazy. off. Yeah. I, you know, now you're telling me you were making out with some other dude. Like I can't. Now I'm supposed to care. Right. Guy comes banging on the door. Uh, she up. forgot her pencil. That's what he says to me. <laughs> I open the door, and I just go. <laughs> and you took a punch at him. <laughs> I punched him right in the face, and I, we started fighting in the hallway. And then... yeah, because in, uh, in in all over a pencil in Montreal, <laughs> all over a pencil, it would be a lip bloom. <laughs> she forgot her lip bloom. That's it, a pen. <laughs> It was the dumbest, weirdest trip of all time. But yeah. I got to see Montreal. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And I stole her snow globe afterwards just yeah. to get her back. I'll show her. She's probably still looking for that. I have one for every <laughs> I brought, Montreal. <laughs> I brought a pencil and a snow globe, and I can't find it. You know, the company, like, gives everybody, all the their yeah. employees a little, like, gift bag at the end right. of the trip. And she had this real cool Montreal snow globe. I'm like, that's, a, that's a bobble for that's your not. memories. That's a memory keeper. I don't know why I stole it. It's the keepsake your Montreal trip, which is pretty <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> Where is she now? Do you know? Oh, I haven't. I have no idea. I don't even remember her name. But I, the worst part of that story is going back, I have pretty much walked like 10 paces in front of her the whole time. And she's got the black eye. Yeah, and you're oh, the guy. And, I'm, and everybody's yeah. looking at me like I'm the asshole. Look over there, there. you'd Billy Romeo. <laughs> has punched our little friend. Fights every night. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that's, ah, the, that's a pretty crazy my one. My early that's 20s. a solid one. I don't think I'd cross state lines with a girl I didn't know that. Well, back then. It was I'd about probably, a month yeah. of dating. That's about it. I'd probably go. Yeah, the, traveling with somebody is a free uh, trip when you're yeah, early twenty. I'd probably have to take that. I'd have to make sure I really liked her though. Well, and her, you her, find out real yeah, quick. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. traveling p- works out. Worked out well, and her company party was cool. Uh, yeah. I actually made friends with a lot of people this year, and uh, they had free alcohol. So. Oh, what about the guy with the pencil? Get... I didn't make friends with him. No, punchy. <laughs> you slap around a woman. Well, and... it's different in Montreal. Is it? Yeah, you can hit women at once. European. She's all sitting on the bed crying with her black eye, like I'm supposed to help her. Yeah, like, I, well, I hate to bring have... it to you. Those weren't tears. That was still the <laughs> other guy. You thought those were tears. That was. Would you have done the same thing? You think? Punch a guy in the face? Well, yeah, she. But she was making out with him, or no. I don't I know been, what she was. I would have been re- upset at her. Yeah, I was Why upset am I with stepping her. on that. I thought I'd just let her go. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have fought. But the if guy. the guy that punched the girl in the face, even though you, I'd have just turned her and gone. Your ride's here. <laughs> Because I ain't having you anymore. 
I don't care about him or you. If you go out to go bone some other guy, hey, we had well, to not care about you. Nah, I just you go home and live with him, or can I stay at this guy's house? I need, I need out. I'm not going to be around you anymore. Yeah, your problems here. Well, I yeah. didn't know like yeah. what really happened because I, I don't know. I wasn't right. there. She was saying he got aggressive with her, like right. was trying to rape her. Hmm. So, call the police. If I'm, I'd tell her. Do you need to call the uh, la police? I didn't expect the dude to show up at the door. Like, oh yeah, right. No, that would be a shocker. And then I'd peep through the thing and go, <laughs> well, he didn't expect you. I guarantee yeah. that. Who is it? He said, Marcel, I'm here to return your plume, le plume. Oh, it's a guy here. Did you leave a pencil at the guy's house that you were cheating with me? Because he's outside. I'm not going to open this door, but uh, in a second, you're going to hear it. And uh, we're going to have this guy arrested, and you got to go home. And all that guy with the la plume knows is he's knocking on the door. What's this guy doing with my girlfriend? What is this stallion doing in here? I was returning your plume. I didn't know. I didn't know what was up or down. I just just fist of fury. Like he's the asshole. Yep. I'll I'll punch, punch this him. guy. <laughs> What's the busy though. problem here? It was fun. It spilled out into the hallway. Oh, People came good out. Stuff. A Warren Sapp party. Doctor Catherine Cross from the University of St Andrews just did a study on women and found that women are attracted to men with partners. So the old saying that women are more attracted to married men is true, according to this study. Because she's saying the woman says, oh, this guy was picked by another woman. Must mean he's a catch. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Bait. What does he got that I, or what, yeah, what does she got that I don't have goes through there. Yeah, they're in competition with each other. And then they'll look at the guy and be like, well, he's better because technically the girl's looking at the girl saying, I can, I can do better. I'm better than her. Yeah, chicks are crazy. In Sevilla, Spain. Have your plume. <laughs> La plume. This guy's got some plums, I think. He wants to give us some plums. No, no, no plums. I don't like fruit. Plume. She just forgot the pen. The police pulled over a compact car earlier this week and discovered something fascinating inside. Oranges. The car was packed from floor to ceiling, from back to front, with an endless supply of oranges. So they pulled over another car that was driving close to that car and found that it was also packed with oranges. Hmm. The car was much bigger. It had uh, more room. Um, the cops found five people Under in the, the two cars and four tons of oranges. Holy cow. They claimed they had just been road tripping <laughs> and were buying them all along the way. Cops didn't buy it. Their instinct was correct. Look at the picture that's just they, chock they full of them. oranges. With cardboard separate so it doesn't yeah, so it doesn't fall forward. It. It's to the ceiling and the wow! Look at the that back end is dragging four tons, and they were coming from where? Spain. Oh, okay. Look how Sevilla, low that. Spain. I know it's just it's the, the shocks are gone. They're smuggling people into Spain. Well, I don't know Different from where. Immigration yeah. policy. <laughs> Clearly, just bury them in oranges, and they smell fantastic when they get out. United Airlines kicked this lady off the plane that, according to her, this was her support pet. You know how it's been yeah. getting out of hand. What is know? it, a lizard? Support peacock. <laughs> uh, all right. I'd Sorry. sit next to that. I'm not complaining. Peacocks are cool. Look man. at the size of this one, though. We're talking extra large peacock. That thing's nine feet long. Where would it sit? Seat next to her, you know. Wow, it's got to be in. It's got. It's got to have its yeah. stuff up. 
That is a huge peacock. That may be stretching. That's pushing it a little bit. But you have a support peacock. I could see that. That is so cool. They do calm people down if you go over to that nursery over on uh, oh. Northern and uh, 7th Street. One by our house. They have peacocks in there. And just like you'll be looking at plants and stuff and just see somebody mesmerized like there's aliens nearby shaking their keys. <laughs> they just, everybody automatically just starts shaking keys because somewhere along the line that got started. Where if you shake keys at a peacock, I've never seen it actually work. And peacocks just staring at folks. I was at the Safeway, and one just dropped out of the sky in the parking lot because that was before I knew that that nursery had peacocks. I think it's a barrage nursery. What? Tag your bag, it says. Yeah, got a tag. Well, it's not a bag. It's a support creature. Do they uh, get rid of bugs like chickens oh, when yeah. I get one in my backyard? Probably. Yeah. They're there. loud, though. Yeah. Are they? My neighbors got them. They're loud. This dude that lives on the Lower East Side in New York is a sleepwalker. He lives on the eighth floor. <laughs> Sleepwalking the other night, fell out the window, fell six stories. Hmm. Was caught uh, by the scaffolding that someone oh. had set up. He's okay. Set up in there advance. There he is. Yeah. Conscious after being woken up from the impact. But he has a broken leg and a rib. Ow. But he's one rib broken. to be alive. <laughs> right. How about that? There they are. All the firefighters on the other side. Yeah. In Everett, Washington. Yikes, that's scary. The uh, TV news was doing the weather, and they put up the weather map to show the storm that's coming through the town. And it looks like a head of a dragon, if you look at it closely. It does. Game of Thrones. Does this mean? Is this global warming that our weather is now taking the shape of dragons? (laughs) Looks like we've got one of Khaleesi's finest coming at us. It's going to be about 62 tomorrow. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one is a couple of British tourists in Bali. They're doing a prank. They laid down. The street's pretty narrow. So they laid down across the street to prevent people on scooters to go over or their motorcycles. The one guy on the motorcycle just runs over the one guy. There's people running each other on. There's baby elephant walk. That kind of ruins the, or does the intensity of the motorcycle guy getting run. Wow. We're not fooling around. That dude took a punch. Was that on purpose? They, they thought it'd be funny. Yeah, they did. And that oh, is, yeah. oh, it's just, just destroying that guy's guts. He flips him off. I thought the Indians were passive. Oh, are they protesting something? And the no, guy's just, just trying to be funny. We'll be a, a road. Oh, it just turns him right like, off. I got a, I got a go place. I got somewhere to go. That guy seems angry though. Like he is. he's not in on the joke. Wow. Yeah, don't do that. That's the Tide Pod challenge with motorcycles. Yikes! This one's for you, John. Uh, this is from India. This guy's a beekeeper, and he stuffs thousands of bees down his shirt. Seen it. Yeah, has this ever been impressive to anyone? Why? There he goes. Idiot. Another handful. Now let's Just reaching let him up out. into that hive and oh. So he's been working with the bees so long he's immune to the sting. Oh, it doesn't even hurt. That and bees just Which... are tired of him because he bathes in that poop river. Is it? Indians hillbilly? I mean, <laughs> do they have rednecks in India? Yeah. yeah. As if they do, we found one. He's got a wife beater on, coating himself in bees. 
back to cyclists. This is in Australia. Man on his uh, bike versus kangaroo. Is the champion as he bounces away. The human being is out cold. Nice. Wow. Rooting for the Roo. One more time. Oh, that was gold. There he is, riding along. Nice countryside. Nope. And he goes to his head. That's up in the air. That cyclist is out cold in the kangaroo's miles away. Look at him. He's done. Oh, yeah. Out. Like a light. Kangaroo wins. Now, Toledo, for my sake, give me that Tom Brady video so we can hear that kid kissing his daddy. Did you send it to me? I don't know. Tom Brady's son in his. Now his, you uh, can check your fantasy football. Kissing a little too long and a little too suctiony. This guy says, My Megan 911. Last night we were watching the Democratic response to the State of the Union. My wife looked at me and said, Who is Joe Kennedy the third's dad? She's still pissed off at me. And then another one says that. Uh, There's that three's a dead giveaway. Says he called his wife this morning and asked her if she'd seen the super blood moon. She replied, that's tomorrow. The news said last night that it's tomorrow. <laughs> They'll get it someday. Oh, you ladies. <laughs> Equal in every way. <laughs> that's good stuff. I like the girl that thinks she's too short to see the moon. Tell Eric peacocks eat scorpions. Do Ooh. they? I might have to get one. There you go. I mean, they are all over that nursery. And it is neat, but it's just the... Adults that wander through that are looking for some hydrangeas that just freeze and stare at that bird for eight minutes. Why is it here? Oh, it's just picking up bugs. Oh, cool. They're loud, too. Oh, they're horribly loud. There's one in my neighborhood that was sitting on the wall. Yeah. Oh, they just disappear. We've had them happen. Then somebody just goes for like eight minutes, and the peacocks look at it. I'm like, knock it off. I eat bugs. Show me your beautiful plumage. Just pick up your hydrangeas and get the hell out of here. He's showing. He's presenting his plumage. Oh, there. We, my neighbor's got a bunch of them. And at 5 o'clock for feeding time, it is a cacophony. It's like an orchestra tuning up. Guy says, John, I don't know if you've been to Disneyland recently, but now you can take your support animals on rides. Yeah, we were on Guardian's Tower and the Haunted Mansion with a dude who brought his emotional support animal. How, how much emotional damage do you have if you can you ride, ride if, the ride? If, yeah, if, if you can go to Disneyland, you're having a great day. People should be. Beyond that, though, you're not really that emotionally stressed yeah. out if you're at Disneyland, no, you're hopping on the Matterhorn. Pretty carefree. <laughs> you're having a good day. The dog can wait. Well, if I don't have the emotional support, I'll flip out. Well, then don't get in line for the rides because you're unpredictable anyway. You're unstable. The dog's got to calm me down here at Disneyland. Plus, he loves churros. That's their uh, answer for uh, ADHD medicine. Yeah. Instead of taking that, they they have their support animal now. ADHD medicine's expensive. You're not that emotional. You're really your problems aren't that bad if you just spend 130 bucks to ride the rides at Disneyland. You're having a decent weekend. Oh, there's a bunch of mouse cakes out there. Oh, completely. And the dog doesn't want to go on the Matterhorn at all. Dr. Trappenhagen had peacocks, and in the winter, they'd get up on the roof of a barn tent, and the feet would freeze. Yeah. They were they were just too dumb it. to realize right. it, and the, their feet would snap off. Yeah, and they'd so just roll down. pegs. They'd live? He went through, uh, no, he had to yeah, you gotta kill them, right? down. But not before he shook more your peacocks. Keys. They did the same thing. <laughs> they got a roof problem more Stopped than a peacock. Yeah, just change the... <laughs> 
the, <laughs> put a barrier up so those peacocks don't go up in the frozen tiles. <laughs> That's Dr. Trappenhagen news, yeah. if you're interested. <laughs> There's anybody riding along going, hey, Dr. Trappenhagen was my doctor. That is weird. Why did he have peacocks back in the Ohio? He lived uh, near the the Columbus Zoo, so he had property. You know. Oh, and he, he didn't nice like setup. going to the zoo, so he had his own. Yeah, two yep. Great Danes. My neighbors got them, but they lost half of them because they got divorced. So there's only a couple left, but they're still loud. And that Barrage Nursery up there, man. Whew. I think it's Barrage. That is a loud batch of birds right next to the Safeway. And they'll occasionally escape and be wandering around the Safeway parking lot. And, like, these employees of Barrage have to sneak up on them because they're quick and mean. There's white crosses on my street because a couple of them have taken out. Is that true? Yeah. Do you have white crosses over the peacock peacocks. deaths? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yep. I'll take a picture of it. Why are they white? They should be beautiful colors. That's Turquoise That's and green. True. Like the NBC logo. Yeah. Just put the NBC logo wherever a peacock gets hit by a car. <laughs> Really? Yep. There are crosses. And with a name. You know. They were religious. I, apparently. Maybe what were their names? Bill Peacock. I have to get close enough to, <laughs> yeah. it to, to I think there's just the somebody who died in your neighborhood with the last name of Peacock, and you're confused. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's more like family of Peacocks died over there. You know that? <laughs> what does it mean, Dad? These peacocks are stupid, and they stand in the road. Oh. Their last name is Peacock. Yeah, it's Peacock. It's the Peacock family. There's they were killed. Peacock in the, yeah. on the asteroid. Horrible, horrible, terrible, tragic fire, car fire accident. How about that? A couple of Peacocks. Oh, did you see that? They put up crosses for that religious family of Peacocks. Crosses? You don't know that they're Catholic or Christian. Why? A little star of David for one of the Peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> right I, next to John Cougar. There's a family right now listening that's going to email you and go, you son of a bitch, that was my parents. The Peacocks. No, it's the Greenfield Nursery. Terry and Louise Peacock died in that fire. How dare you? They put up crosses. That's interesting. You don't know what their beliefs were. I That's don't. fairly presumptuous. Can't do that for the peacock. Just a picture of a peacock. And it's right there so in Greenfield, huh? There's the, there's the entrance to the... Nursery and like right here where all the peacocks are, there are two white crosses. And they get hit by cars, or they just got, that has out, to be tragic. Right? Yeah. Kind of a joke. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. If you want to visit that, <laughs> drop off some flowers. Suppose <laughs> you can. Weird. Yeah, just at Safeway, they just catch them in bags. It's fun to watch though, because they hit the ground like a sack of cement. And they're like, Jesus Christ, did you see that? The peacock just, and they just stand in the parking lot at Safeway like, I'm free. But they don't know what to do. And then, and then some moron inevitably, show me your beautiful plumage. Get away from him. Stop rattling your goddamn keys. It doesn't work. It does nothing. Oh, the key rattling it. If I worked at that place, I would have a, I would immediately, don't rattle your goddamn keys. It doesn't work. If they want to show you the beautiful plumage, they will. It's at their, it's at their mercy. Your keys do nothing. <laughs> you have to attack them. I don't know. I've always heard that. You Will you know. stop it? All that does is make kids coo. Put your keys down, you moron. Go buy your hydrangeas. Uh, it's 743. There you go. That is your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98KUPD. 98KUPD. It is. I'm trying so hard to get Mo on the line to talk about that dream she had about me. 
Uh, I want to know. I want depth. I want to. It wasn't about you. It's about your wife. It's about me and uh, Megan and her <laughs> grandma. Oh, hold, please. I didn't see her. So now she's texting me. She's going to give us the number. But yeah, I just want to know about the dream. Now, right, here we go. I got it. So they don't dial this up. It's the blue one. We'll get Momo on the line here. Figure out what's going on. Evidently, the uh, girl down there at the Alt Lives show used to work here at KUPD with us until she decided to be a. Benedict Arnold traitor type. I went down there starting to see the writing on the wall. Now she's dreaming of my wife, her great-grandmother, who had just turned 48. Let's happy birthday to Graham Graham Rodriguez, 48-year-old great-grandmother. Lesbian grandmother. That's her most. Is that her? Is she on? Okay. Mo, are you there? I is. What's up? I'm doing quite well, Mo. Thanks for... Oh, you didn't ask. Wow. Yeah. All right, now take us off the speaker. Are you on? Are we on live on your station? No, not all right, at all. I, I need don't... permission to put you on a station with listeners. Do I have your permission? <laughs> permission granted. Okay. What's the dream about? I'm tired of tired of guessing. We have analyzed what we think it is. You can't wait until after hey, ten o'clock. When by we the way, get off the uh, air. turn down the speaker. Is this your first day? This is my first day. Right. I can't hear you. Well, talk without. Yes, you can. You don't have to have it up so loud. Pick up the handset. It doesn't work that way. My, no, I don't know course. if you know this, but our phone system sucks. Yeah, it's kind of rough here in Saddam's Palace. All right, we'll deal with the echo. At least it's two of my voices over one of yours. That's better. Oh, God, you're right. so terrible. So uh, you dreamt about my wife and your great-grandmother who were celebrating her, what, 48th, her 48th or 49th birthday? Most Mexican great-grandmothers are in their <laughs> late 40s. Okay, so you're off on all of that. Okay. What happened was is I guess in my dream I was house-sitting your house again for some reason, mm-hmm. and my sister – left her stuff at my house. So I'm getting ready to clean up everything. I'm getting ready to get out of there. And you and Megan show up, but Megan is like... Oh, I'm sorry. The consultant just called and said your story's gone on too long. We're going to have to cut you off. We're going to 21 pilots. Do it or not? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) So Megan is pissed because apparently she caught you... uh, banging some other chick at whatever party you guys were at. Not Ooh, again. The Graham. This is was, more it, detail. was it the Graham? Was it great Graham? No, it, wasn't, it wasn't my Nana. Calm down. We're the so, same age. <laughs> not even close, man. Not even close. So she's trying to get you to admit it to me. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like a group of people, like all my Mexican family started showing up. Oh, some of uh, your guys' friends started showing up. I had no idea what was going on. And this was all at my house? This is all in your house in Ugh. my dream, and I'm like, what's happening? I didn't. So let's start, start from the beginning. Of right. you're, you're out of work. You're living at John's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is after my show because right. I need some money. Right, uh, which is coming, and so uh, you yes, got that. Yes, of course. <laughs> and then all the people that are like, she's living in the lap of luxury. They have five rooms, <laughs> and your whole family shows so, up. So there's all these people there, and we're all hanging out, and I'm getting ready to leave. I got all this stuff together, and then this lady comes up to me, older lady. Uh, she gives me a hug, and she tells me she loves me, and I look at her. I'm like, wow, you look like a lot like my Nana, who passed away like four or five years ago. No, no. So it kind of freaked me out a little bit, and then when I saw – I pulled back, and I saw her face again. It changed to some random white lady, and then the dream was over. Wait a minute. Where, where's the clam smashing we were promised? <laughs> yeah, so, this, this, this was supposed to be a better <laughs> dream. I promised some clam smashing. There is no any smashing of sorts. So grandma represents the death of your show. <laughs> Yeah, and in it, the and, near future. And it will give way to a white woman that takes your place. And yes, she wants to yes, let you know yes. that she's not a snitch. 
that if she knew, she's not telling. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. She Interesting. Held off. And you realize that the only way to make your life complete again is to get back in my good graces, which is why you, oh you placed God. yourself in my home and my position. And yeah, and that you're going to be loyal to me when my even my wife, even to my wife, when she says, what's he doing? You're, you're not going to tell. You're not going to say anything because you need to remain loyal to me because the last time you weren't loyal to me. You went and worked over at that station and got fired. Rap- Why are you so upset about that? Rapido, rapido. Aren't you? Aren't you happy that a young Mexican girl is slowly coming up in the world? Slowly, very slowly. What do I care? Why? Why? I thought you didn't want to be, uh, you know, judged by your race, just by your merit. Why? What, oh, what do I, I care I, about I, your Mexican dreams? Oh, I'm judged all day. I just figured that you would care, but no, it's fine. It's fine. Right. You know, I do have a show to do myself. I have to. Ah, the people, the, the whole point, just seconds. no, just the whole. Your, your consultant called and said you shouldn't even. Yeah, put us on the air and get some ratings. <laughs> all right, I have to go though. All right. for real. Your so dream was you all right. Fun on your show. Right. Don't forget to tune in to the Mo Show five thirty ten. Bye yeah, guys. Every day, tune in. <laughs> You'll be back. Yeah. Give it a whirl. <laughs> Give it a whirl. Trust me. And then call and say thanks. That was a little different version. Call us yeah. with your gratitude. Yeah, call us, call, us, call us and express your gratitude. Listen to Mo every morning. She's a killer, though, man. She killed that chef over that one yeah. show. We killed, killed that Mo. Yeah. We got rid of that. She said well, she gave that. us the number. Monte Carlo. Yeah, she kill, did. Kill that oh, show. she's a murderer. She gets rid of people, but, you know, can't she stand on her own two feet? Uh, Great Grand says no. Nah, nah, says no. I love her as a person, but. Yeah, she's fun. When comes over to my house for game night. Yeah, when she's put back in her proper place, they'll be... Uh, cleaning your house very soon. Yeah when, yeah, when she gets back to doing what she's qualified to do, which is mopping and cleaning in a little pink outfit. <laughs> Did you make her wear outfits? Uh, no. I told her she could clean it in whatever she wore because I wasn't home. But if I was home, she would have had to wear the uniform. And w- when she's back, there will be a uniform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. we hire her on full time, yeah. there's going to be a uniform. And there's going to be broken English because that's how I like my cleaning ladies. I don't need her going full on telling stories and stuff. Mr. John, Mr. Young, Mr. Young, dish. Yes, do the dishes. Dish, laundrettes. Yes, laundrettes. Do all that. See. Si. Sorry about your show. Mm. Yeah. So there's Mo for now. Highest rating she's ever had. She's got a little <laughs> spike this morning. Well, no, she didn't. We didn't see any spike. You ever notice that we never worry about, like, oh, we're going to get Moe's audience. So maybe we start a trend, like, so if she gets fired. She can come in. Then Ian leaves, and then right. she takes yep. Ian's place here on, on Thursday. Thursdays. Right. Until she's inevitably let go. <laughs> or the next morning person. Yeah. Which will probably be Dustin, because it's a carousel. Just, we'll rotate them in every Thursday. And then after they get fired, they get a place here in our home. It is awesome. It's like they have to come in and bow to us and... Sir, you tried and failed, I see. <laughs> yes, I did, sir. Yes, now bow at the altar of Thursday mornings if you'd like your cup. What gift have you brought? Kneel before Zion. Kneel before us or I'll destroy you again. I turned into James Mason. <laughs> it is but just a dream to work against us. Yeah, it works only at that station, though, because they're... No, it's a Love Mo, but she should have stayed here. And that's why she's dreaming about me. My family, living in my house. She knows. Uh, it's 802. There you go. Good old Mo. Uh, Phoenix Open is here. Jim Nance is in the building. Do you believe that? And uh, 
Very subdued man. You can talk about pretty much anything. Jim Nance is going to come at you with some uh, surprising statistics here in just a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. Ah, yes, it is the red right there, Chevelle. We've got uh, tickets to go to the, the big monster jam that's coming up here in a little bit. That'll be pretty sweet. And uh, we're combining monsters with golf because it is a week of monsters and golf. Right here is golf, the Phoenix Open, the People's Open, as they keep calling it, the People's Open. Phoenix is going to jo- uh, be here. And uh, Jim Nance, the voice of PGA Golf on CBS, is going to join us in just a little bit. And he's going uh, to have a way to describe some things on a golf course that might be weird. The uh, outlying thing he's going to describe, you have to name, and it's usually a villain or a horrible thing. So uh, Jim Nance will be here, and only Jim Nance can describe these things this way. Monster Jam tickets. What else we got? Anything uh, raw tickets. WWE oh. Raw is coming to town. Next, right. Next we got tickets to both. All you have to do is call us if you want to play 602-585-9800. Jim Nance and Villains in Golf combination. Monster Golf, we'll call it. It's 815. It's 98KUPD. Good luck. 98KUPD. We need Toledo back. It's Foo Fighters right there. Learn to fly. As our guest is here, we're very excited to have him. I don't think he's ever been on. Has he been on the show? He's been on your golf buddy show. That's right. But I don't think he's ever been here before. He is the voice of the PGA, the NFL. He's CBS's sports super commentator, and he can make everything sound absolutely beautiful. Let's have him in here, ladies and gentlemen. It is time now to bring in golf's own Jim Nance. Come on in, Jim. Hey, Jim. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Phoenix Open. I'm Jim Dance, along with Brady Bogan, Eric O'Connell, and Richard Toledo. As we circumnavigate the golf course, uh, try to find out wonderful things that are going to be happening at the People's Open. Aren't we? Your suit looks beautiful. It does. Thanks, friends. As we look at my suit, it starts at the feet, works its way up to a nice pleated cuff, right into my jacket, which has a nice CBS logo. As we move forward into the tie, it's a bright red. And it curves to the left just a little bit as I straighten that out. Those are Armani glasses. Let's go out to our brand new golf analyst, Chris Rock, who's standing by at 16. Chris? I am bored, man. I did not sign up for this. Adding a little spice to this year's golf coverage. Comedian Chris Rock. There's a bunch of white people here with sticks. That makes a man nervous. Thanks, Chris. We'll be checking in with you. As the day progresses. He really knows his stuff. We have Deion Sanders on 12. Deion, are you waiting on 12? Ow. You play ball, you get the call. I'm standing on 12. Very interested in that suit you were describing. Ah, yes. It's a Joseph Abu. Off the rack, 44. Very nice with my Sergio Ferragamo shoes. I describe things for a living and get paid very handsomely for it. As we head on down to the ninth hole, and Lou Holtz stands by at Amen Corner. Well, of course I stand by at Amen Corner. I'm here just to tell you what goes on on Jesus' golf course. A lot of people in the field. That's our team checking in with everyone as we have the entire course covered. This is going to be exciting. A lot of exciting additions this year to the course, including horrible murderers and killers. Some of whom I know, and some I'll just have to describe to you and hope that you know, too, as we enjoy golf on CBS. We have Chris on the line. Chris on the line. Hello, friends. Chris, Chris Jim, is here. How are you, Chris? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? Quite good. Let's take a look at the first hole. We call this hole Red Balloons, and we have several of them floating above. <laughs> beep, beep, Richie. Beep, beep. 
says Phil Mickelson as he grabs his driver and smacks one all the way down. It's, it seems to be hooking left. It's gone into some sort of storm drain. Phil's going to have to find his, his hole. Good news is that all balls float down there. Can you name that villain? He's down there. Now Phil's looking for his ball inside the storm drain. And, oh, oh he's gone. Oh, A wait, something's, something's coming out of the storm drain. It looks as though it's it's Phil's left arm. It, old lefty is all that's left of old lefty. He said it. It's a little chubby. It's a chubby arm. He made it. He, uh, Pennywise. Who's Pennywise, in this Pennywise, yes. Pennywise. Pennywise. Pennywise is in the storm drain here. <laughs> nice job. Two more and you win. You got old lefty's Woo. arm, huh? Let's take a look at the aerial views of our next hole. Hell Priest. Hell Priest was designed by Jack Nicholson and also the leader of the Cenobites. He lives in an extra-dimensional realm. A lot of leather. So we look at the dog leg left, right into a green Johnny, covered Johnny, in nails. Johnny? Listen closely. The green is covered in nails. <laughs> hard to get through that one. Uh, 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 nails are... Poltergeist? Incorrect. Oh, Sorry. Oh. Sorry, you missed the villain. On the Hell Priest Hole, which has stymied a lot of people in the past. It's a tough one. We have Steve on the line now, Jim. Steve's on the line. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here with Steve. Hello. Talking about the Hell Priest Hole, which it looks like Tiger's lining up for his first shot. On the tee. On the tees, Tiger Woods. Is, he's good friends with leader of the Cenobites who helped design this hole, the extra-dimensional realm, man. Is that a beating heart next to Tiger, along with the designer of this hole, loves torture. There's a beating heart right in the center, and that's, that's an obstacle you're going to have to overcome. It's the water he hazard. He would if he was a Hellraiser. That's exactly right. He's a Hellraiser. Nice. And, of course, we're talking about Pinhead, who stands by at 15, waiting for Tiger's next shot. Couple more, and you're the champion. Well, look at this. It's our smallest hole. <laughs> Friends, it's one of my favorites. It's a short par three. And right next to the hole, there's some sort of container, maybe a pot of gold, perhaps. And Jennifer Aniston's old nose is the way we describe the way this oh, green is leprechaun. shaped. Leprechaun is good. Yes. He's on to it now. He knows that sweet ass in those jeans. Now let's go to the finishing <laughs> hole. The 18th, the Nakamura hole. There seems to be glass all over the green. Someone has shot out some glass and sprayed it all over. There's a German man with blonde hair hanging from a chain just as you make the left around the bunker. yippee ki kaye Mother f Is that Carl? Carl is here. Bubby, as we take a look at the... What's that powder tea under box. There's quite a lot of powder <laughs> under his nose. Probably not going to pass any tests here. As he rears back and hits it. It's deep. It's well, a heavy one. the movies die hard. What's, who's the bad guy? Taking a look at the uh, German. Five seconds. All of a sudden, the hole is covered in some sort of stock. Kraus. Stock paper. <laughs> Oh, Kraus is incorrect. Sorry about that. Kraus is incorrect. Still on 15, waiting to complete 15. The Nakamura hole. Double poke. Terrible, terrible things happening in the Nakamura. Many, many people want to leave the Nakamura hole, but can't. Trapped in a small little room. Glass all over the green. Who's on the line, Eric? Uh, we have Drew on the line. Drew's on the line. Drew. Hello, friend. Jim Nance here in the 15th hole. The Nakamura hole. Who's that fat black guy? Beautiful vistas as the sprawling fairway goes all the way down. There's a fat man on a CB with a police car parked next to the green covered in glass next to the hanging German. <laughs> you stay alive. Famous for its hanging German, much like 
Pebble Beach is famous for its lone tree overlooking the Pacific Ocean. A lot of Twinkies. Is that Urkel? This one is actually very racist. That wasn't Urkel. (laughs) Urkel did not play the part of the getaway driver. It's very similar, however, not him. Once again, someone seemingly shot out the glass on the Nakamura Hole. Still waiting to find out who did that. Who could it be? Name that villain, Drew. Nakamura Hole. Drew, Drew? Can you name it? we lost Drew. Drew, is, Drew, Drew is, gave up. Drew must have been killed. He's hanging next to the German now on 15. It's the monster hole of 15. Hi there. Who are we talking to, friend? Hello. This is Adam. Adam, are you there? Hello. Adam. Yeah, I'm here. Welcome, welcome to your People's you Open here? Monster Holes. I'm your host, Jim Nance. We're on the 15th right now, taking a look at the glass-covered greens next to the hanging German. And stocks cover the fairway as they've blown about after a massive explosion. And a Negro police officer radios up to a lone hero with no shoes on. As we take a look at the Nakamura hole. Sorry. Sorry. We're going to have to let you go. Sorry, that's an incorrect answer. We would have accepted Hans Gruber. We most certainly won't accept off as an answer. Sorry, sorry. We have one more contestant. One more on the line here. Hello, friend. Jim Nance here, CBS Phoenix Open. Hi there, who are you? Hello, this is Eric. Eric, how are you? Going to the Phoenix Open? No, I'm not. Hey, let's take a look at the ninth hole. It looks like Phil is breaking out a double-sided driver for this one. That's a big driver. goes both directions. Oh, now some sort of force field has divided the hole and the golfers as they pace eagerly, waiting for the force field to dissipate, to continue playing with their double-sided drivers. Pacing back and forth. Oh, Phil's playing partner's been chopped in half. He's been chopped in half, and part of him is in a giant pit now. Very, very upsetting. His friend Annie, nearby in tears. He's probably not going to be the same after this. Most likely will grow up and find a dark side based on these events. He's got the force. The chloromedian levels are very high in this hole. Phil Mickelson's playing partner now in half, being drugged along. Beautiful. I have no idea. Black and red azaleas all around. <laughs> Deep facial expressions. Very Dark disappointed. Ball. Dark yes. Ball. Yes. Hey, yes. Come on. Christ on a cross. I don't like that movie. Right around me. You don't have to like it to win. <laughs> That's the game. I like it to know it. <laughs> you figured it out, didn't you? Let's Man. take a look at our last hole. Let's see. Anthony Perkins Hall. Oh, we take a look at the right in the fairway. There's a woman who's stolen some money. Very good looking, and now she's showering. She's showering. Right in the hole? Right in the hole. Oh, no, no, take a look there. Let's take another patron as uh, Phil Mickelson hits his next shot. Another patron has snuck into the shower, is dressed as a woman. And he is apparently... Oh, he's murdering the woman in the shower now on the 15th, as Phil seems unaffected. Norman Bates. Norman Bates is correct. Well done. One more, and you're the champion. As we fly over the third hole, Habana to Miami, we call it. There's a golfer on the tee. He's taken out a rather large driver. Oh, no, that's a machine gun. And now the fans are saying hello to his little friend as he lines up his next shot. And Tony Montana. Tony Montana yes. Well done, sir. We have a champion. We have a correction, Jim. Is it the Nakatomi Tower? Uh, Nakatomi Building. Close yeah. enough. Still should have gotten it from the other clues, the hanging German. In the Nakatomi Plaza. Glass in the green. In other words, Nakamura builds stereos, I think. Nakamura, Nakatomi. They all look alike to me. I'm Jim Nance. It happens. Hello, friends. (laughs) 
Anyway, well done as the Phoenix Open comes to a close with several murders and horrible monsters all over the greens and grass. More exciting. We'll be back with the award ceremony. Take a look as we hand out the green jacket, the green straight jacket, for winner of this year's People's Open. Let's take a look out to Chris Rock on 16. Chris, what did you think of this year's festivity? I don't know what just happened, but a little cloud come popping out the ground at 8 Phil Mickelson. That'll happen here at the Phoenix Open. Horrible, horrible monster version. I'm Jim Nance. We've got a lot of cleaning up to do and a lot of alibis. For Lou Holtz. Blue Holtz. <laughs> Johnny like Weir. <laughs> Mike Weir. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to somebody whose birthday is celebrated today. His name is Marcus, and he's been listening for 15 years, missing the point completely of the entire element here we've done. Chris Rock, Lou Holtz. Who's the other guy? I don't remember. Dion. 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 We forgot about Dion. How do we? How do, you, how do you forget about Dion who's wandering around the course in a crazy outfit like a pimp? Oh, you get the cow, play. I never got the cow. Well, that's because you simply didn't ball. <laughs> well, friends, we close up shop this year with the singing of One Shining Moment for no reason whatsoever. Enjoy the Phoenix Open, whores. Jim Nance signing off for Pennywise, Hans Gruber, and Deion Sanders. This right. is Xavier. He's so peaceful. Well, he is. Jim is just a peaceful guy. Very calming. Nakaturi? Nakamura. Nakamura. Not going to work yeah, here anymore. Not going to work it here. It was close. It was Japanese. They all sound the same. Yeah. yeah. You got the deal. That was what was stymieing you. Well, I know the Nakaturi building, but that's not what he's saying. <laughs> There were dead Germans in the one I know for sure was Die Hard with Hans Gruber, but that's not what he's saying. Fat black cop. The fat black cop, the guy that looked like Urkel. (laughs) Yippee Kai Okai. It's so similar to the thing I'm thinking, but he's not saying knock and turn. Wrong building. The wrong building. Could be anything. (laughs) Sorry about that. Man, that music is great. Is that composed by the great uh, John Tesh? Menage. Uh, I don't think that one is. Yeah. Let's see who that one is. Teshi does a lot of that stuff. I love Teshi. Now I just want to Dave go. Loggins. Oh, Kenny's brother. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's 838. There you go, everybody. Enjoy the Phoenix Open and the Monster Jam happening simultaneously on CBN. So it's 98. Bush, come down. It's 925 in the morning sickness, and uh, Rock Wars is right upon us. Somehow or another, it's 925. Today's flying by. Just flying. Love it. Um, I got options. It's Brady's birthday. Little theme song brewing for the butt play for Brady's birthday. You've got uh, Tom Brady. Little theme song for Brady and his son's butt play. I mean, so many butt play songs we could use. Uh, Are there a lot of songs about that? No, I was thinking I was going to go with the, you know, it's the Brady's. So the Brady Brady. It's a Brady deal, so Brady as family goes. Uh, the best family van, because evidently Tom Brady's celebrating family stuff a little differently, and Brady's going to have wild, disgusting family sex with his wife this week. Hold on, hold on. Did you say the best family band? Yeah, family band. So what constitutes family band? You just have to have one other member of the band. Let's say two. Two? Yeah, I don't want any more oh, white man. stripes or anything. I want, yeah, because, you know, two brothers the in the band. Yeah, they have to, well, no, that's one. So you have to have, a, like, a family band. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, see if we can get a so family band in there. More right. than two. Like you the three Jets. Or more. Yeah, and the only other caveat I'll give you, that they, if they're not related, the word family has to be in their band name. You're weird. <laughs> family band. And something that's, uh, you know, DeBarge, loving family. and kidding. The DeBarge, the Jets, they'd be good. There's yeah. 300 Puerto Ricans singing. Brady's bringing up the 80s poppies. There's a lot of them out there, if you think about it. So a family band, you know, a really good quality. And a cousin will count. Like, if you got two brothers and a cousin, that's a band. That's a family band. I think that counts. So yeah, family band. Best song from a family band. Because we're celebrating families this week. There's a lot of garbage yeah. to choose from. Yeah, well, there's a lot of garbage to sift through. But you'll get a good one in there. Uh, you get yourself uh, the Tom Brady and his son. Their family is very close, as evidenced by their video that's circulating now today. As Tom Brady, he kissed his son so long. And in the time the kiss started to where the time the kiss ended, our own Bruce Olson looked at it and goes, that's enough, and had time to walk away, and the kiss still wasn't over yet. Mm, Daddy-son lip kissing. This show is really a detriment to Tom Brady. <laughs> it's, you know if you know who's happy with it is the folks over at Apple. Because yeah, I normally sure. wouldn't watch, but now that I know he's having sex with his entire family, I'm like, I might peep in on this thing. What else are they going to keep in on? The amazing part is, is when he's getting his massage, the masseuse, when Tom Brady says to his son, what do I get for it? And the kid knew that means I got to kiss daddy. The masseuse is laughing, going, you got to know by now you don't get anything for free around here. Everybody's got to kiss Tom Terrific. Now turn over. And to say to your son, that was just a little peck. You're right. It wasn't a long, hard deal. You didn't mean that. Mm, Dad. It's mm. so long he has to take multiple breaths. <laughs> Good luck against the Broncos. Mm. And I noticed on this last viewing of Tom and his son kissing that at the end, not only does Tom give the big, you know, the suction cup, he goes, mmm. He okay. lets out a little mmm. Oh. Come on! It's not I me. Know. What are you mad at me for? I'm just the observer. I've watched it three times now. Mm. That's my son. Oh. Weird. Super weird. Mm. Now you can go check your fantasy football team. What if it's instigated by the son and, and Tom's just being a good dad? It wasn't. No, no, no. I mean, I mean but you don't know that on this case, but I'm talking like history. Like In like, the past, the kids like, just can't stop kissing is, Tom this Terrific. This is the way that the boy likes to be... Interacted with. You know what I'm curious about? Then it's still on the dad because <laughs> you got to stop it. Out, a loving child. I'm curious about how the women react to seeing that. Like we brought a couple. Gross. Of it's not homophobic. Which no. I think is the first thing no, people be saying, try to. Uh, that like, might be a little long. It's, no, it's incestuous and it's weird. Yeah. It's not a normal behavior pattern. So I'm curious because. Oh, the, the kiss adorable. is too long. I mean, give your dad a kiss on the lips. It's a little strange, but okay, I get it. That's a long smoocheroo, and it's the second one, and it's after the first kiss, which is borderline which reasonable. Wasn't good enough. Yeah, but yeah, and then Tom goes, "That was just a peck. That's all you're getting, Dad. That was just a peck. I need a long, deep, meaningful kiss from my boy. Uh -huh. You know the rules. You stop at thirteen. Mm -hmm. You taste like Julian Edelman. Mm. <laughs> oh. I miss Julian. That's his, that's his stand uh, in. Well, Tommy had a good game out there. And, uh, that's how they end it. Why don't you uh, come on in here for a little Belichick? Bring it in.
Nah, come on, Tom. You can do better than that. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> and we're on Indianapolis. <laughs> anyway, so a family band. A good one. Display our wares in moments. You can help us out, Holmberg at 98kpd.com. Text number is 97936. You can fire it over to Facebook, all the other stuff as well. And uh, phone it up, 585-9800, if you want to give us your suggestion on the phone. We'll find out our suggestions for the best family band. At least three family members in one band. 98kupd. Time now for the weekly battle of musical supremacy. It is called Rock Wars. I'm undefeated in 2018. And today, based on Brady's, all the Brady's, Tom and Brady Brady, uh, family events. Mike Carroll. Brady will be having a family event tomorrow. It's his 53rd birthday, which means uh, some of his family will have their b-holes explored. Belunky. That's right. A family spelunking that will happen. And, of course, Tom Brady, who's in the news for being a little too close to his family uh, because he makes out with his son on his new show, Tom vs. Time. And evidently, the saliva of a young boy is what keeps Tom young. Is this like a once-a-week show? or what's I don't know. I think it's all it's out six now. Six pieces and they're all out. They're all now. You can just watch them all now. So these are the only issues? Over and over. We're not going to have any other issues pop up, or is this it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know these were going to pop up at all in the first place. So now we'll just wait till tomorrow and we'll see. But probably this is it. But that kiss is a very uncomfortable. And the little boy is so, like, he wipes his mouth off with his shirt as he walks away because oh, he's he got, got a little daddy saliva all over his face. He, so. Tom kind of forced himself upon. Right. Again, the lines are, what do I get for it? The little boy knew that means kiss daddy. He gets down there, gives him a kiss. And as he's walking away, dad says, that was just a peck. Mm. And then that happened where he wandered back and... Maybe Giselle's been out of town for a long time. That boy does look a little like his ex-wife, so it's kind of... I think it is the Moynihan baby. Steve Moynihan, which is weird. Our sales guy downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting paid, Nope, not getting what he should. Not getting what he deserves, Brady. Uh, So let's do it. Best family band. And I'm not talking about brothers. I'm talking about at least... Uh, at least three family members in the band. Eric, I'll start with you this week. What do you got? All right, you're probably going to get on me, but I I kind of did a uh, I worked around it here. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Okay. Okay. So my band is Van Halen, but ah. Eddie, Alex, Wolfie, Wolfgang. All, Wolfie. Right, all, right. They, all right. So I'm going to use a say. song from 2015 from their live tour right. at the Tokyo Dome. They did Panama Live, so all three okay. of them were playing in the band. And I'm going to give that to you because my that, favorite uh, Van Halen family song. affair. Yeah. Except for it's the live 2015 version, which is called "Cats on a Track Chalkboard." It actually doesn't sound too bad. No. Yeah, well, you know, I'm stretching.
stretching here. I'm stretching. It was a push. It was a push. Nice try. All right. I I wanted some rock. There's not a whole lot of lot of threesomes in there. There's a lot of brothers. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of double brothers. Chevelle's in there, and uh, highly suspect as brothers. And yeah, a lot of two, and then they add a guy. Brady, who do you have? I'm going with uh, the funk psychedelic soul rock band Sly and the Family Stone. Got Sly Stone, Rose Stone. Freddie Stone. What's the song? Thank you. Oh, thank you the for baseline. letting me. Yeah, I, can, I can see this being Brady's uh, birthday and Christmas buttholes background music, too. <laughs> hey, hey, you got hey, some movement. You like that, Ronnie? All right. Thank you. Oh, let's take it to the base. Put it in your behold. That's good. You old-timey old-timers, get off my lawn. <laughs> Do you not pay attention to modern-day music? Do you know nothing of the new stuff? Mm. Did you know? I just found out. That Greta Von Fleet is three brothers and no. some guy. Yeah, well, they are. It's some guy. Yeah. It's Nobody the, did the uh, Beach Boys, huh? I thought one of you two Josh Kizka, Jake Kizka. Sam Kizka and Danny Wagner. Sorry, Danny. Sorry, Danny. Mostly Kizka's here. Uh, they are a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. For the new age, sometimes a little too close to Led Zeppelin, but Safari Song is something we've been playing, and it's solid. Actually, like uh, Greta Von Fleet, the family band of the future. Did you know this going into the topic? I knew there were two. I knew there were two, and I looked, and I saw that the third kid's name was Kizka, and I'm like, yes! (laughs) Now, I will admit that I had written down Bee Gees originally, just in case my my Kizka boys only were a a duo. Bee Gees or the Beach Boys? Bee Gees Beach Boys were close, and then Jackson 5 was in there as well, but... I laugh at the people getting mad at this band sounding a lot like Led Zeppelin. It was a band known for yeah, <laughs> ripping well, other. But they're ripping off riffs and stuff. These guys or are taking t- songs. Yeah. This is a bit close. Like they're trying to have the same sound. They're very good. Robert Plant was. Uh, I don't think they sound like a Led Zeppelin song. I think they sound like if Led Zeppelin were still doing songs today. It's a very borrowed old time, but they're good at it. And they, you know, they're killing it right now. So there's your choices today. Holmberg at 98kupd.com is where you vote for the best family rock band. Will it be Brady's suggestion, Sly and the Family Stone? Thank you. Will it be Eric's, uh, Osmond's? I'm a little bit hungry, and I'm a little bit rock and roll, but I could eat something. Animal. And and I chose, of course, the rising sensations of 2018. Greta von Fleet. Sustern. Greta von Sustern, which is hard not to say. Safari song. Who will win? Holmberg at 98kvp.com. You can vote online over at the Facebook. You can text Wars 97936 or call us 602-585-9800. Let's see who wins. It'll be me. Again, this week, it's 98kvp Rock Wars. The results are next. From the new ACU.com this is the Big Red Radio 98kvp Tempe Phoenix.
you have declared a tie. That's just lazy. <laughs> Answer it one more time. It is a tie. Answer one. All three across the border. H. Just give the next one gets it. There you go. Eric got it. All right. See? See what that did? I broke your tie for you in your favor. I also have a tie. Uh, there you go. Me. Me. But my win by two theory has to kick in, so I need a couple more. Uh, it's best family rock band. I chose Greta Van Fleet. Uh, safari song. It's a cool song. Uh, Eric chose, um, I believe it's the Cochran Brothers. Oh, Van Halen. Oh, that's right. Animal. <laughs> Wolfie, little Wolfie. That's right, little Wolfie who took over for the uh, guy who wasn't in the family. So they could, yeah. So you got Alex, Wolfie, and Eddie. It counts. Uh, Brady has chosen Sly and the Family Stones. Thank you. And also doubling up for his love making music tomorrow for his birthday. That's nice. I think that's nice. Uh, yeah, see, people are like, they didn't get it. No STP. There's only two brothers in STP. Yeah, there's tons of rock yeah. bands with two in there, but finding that third is okay. difficult. I got the emails by a squeaker. Brady, you were right there. It's 12 to 10. Eric had six. Eric gets the phones. I'll go to that 10 to 8 to 8, which is too tight. Very close game. Uh, Toledo, what do you got over there? 67% of the text vote goes to Brady. What? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Brady's 67? 67%. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's a ridiculous <laughs> That's a good number. Good run there for Sly. Uh, uh, and currently on Facebook, he's got Facebook yeah. as well. Jake says, Holmberg by a landslide. Love the Greta. Uh, this one says, best, I don't know, that's the STP guy. Uh, wow, Sir Holmberg, you nailed it. Greta Van Fleet is awesome. I vote for your pick. Uh, still listening every day. Don't even live there anymore. Well, thank you. Uh, give it to Johnny Boy. I thought that was a female singer in Greta Van Fleet. That's a brother of someone? You shed some light on this band. Keep the streak alive. This is the voting for Brady because I want him to get B-hole action, and I want him to do it to that song. <laughs> I don't think if he wins, it, it's going to determine whether. He's in the beehole. This one says you need to make a rule that uh, songs can't be recorded on a phone like Eric's today to be played on the air. That's true. It didn't sound <laughs> awful. Uh, I'm very surprised Brady didn't choose Hanson's Mbop because he'll be Mbop in that beehole. Catchy. <laughs> With that said, all the songs are, are uh, no good in my mind, so I'll default and go to the winner. Keep the streak going. Uh, this is the first time I'm voting for you, John, but I can't find any reason to vote for the other two today. They both had terrible choices. Uh, I'm shocked none of you picked Hailstorm. It's named after their own band. I admire Eric's desperate, desperate attempt to make a comeback in a rock war. Hail so Storm only has two. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. There's only two of them. Yeah. Uh, Eric almost had me with Van Halen because they rocked. Last Friday was Eddie's birthday. And that live version is terrible, though. Uh, Brady, just no again. Jesus, John, I was going to be so upset if no one chose Greta Von Fleet, and there you were. You killed it. You have my vote again. Thank you. Appreciating new things. Uh, Brady, as long as John sings over the song about Nail and Ronnie's B-hole. Andrea. Oh, thanks, Andrea. I like when women write that kind of stuff. This one just says, Brady. Uh, John, I love you, but you've become the Patriots of Rock Wars, and I'm just sick of it. Eric, you suck. You're the Browns. So my vote goes to Brady, the upstart hopeful new team. Thanks, Nigel. Uh, Homer's got my pick. Eric's gay. Munchkin. <laughs> Nigel must be from yeah. Britain. I don't know. Uh, he has. There's no American Nigels. Of course, uh, being a liberal, Eric tries to cheat just like his hero, Hillary, and find some caveat. The band's not even any good. They just put some kid in there now. Uh, Brady, good pick. Pretty funky. John, solid as usual. But since it's Brady's birthday, I'm going to go with him. I think that's a, that's it. And then someone sent me a picture of Tom Brady and his father in a lip-on-lip kiss after the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, it's been passed down from yeah, generation so that's to how, generation. That's how the, and maybe it is the way that you create great athletes. Prolonged 
uh, father son. Didn't work for Middall. Kisses. Yeah, Middall didn't have that happen. His dad kisses him. Hey, man, Goof, get over here for a second. Now, you don't leave this house before you give Daddy a little sugar. <laughs> Enjoy school, man, Goop. Uh, today, the king falls, vacating his throne, allowing Eric to overcome. My vote is for Eric. Stay yes. hungry, Brady. Stay hungry, my friend. Uh, Brady gets that vote. John, maybe Brady can sink his pelvic thrusts to the beat of that song. It'll be helpful for him. It's a very groovy beat. <laughs> it's true. Uh, this one says, Eric, although I enjoyed your story about Montreal, uh, how in the world did your girl find a black guy in Canada? Unbelievable how often that happens to you. <laughs> did I miss something? Was it because of the Chicago Blackhawks? What were you screaming in? Brady, congratulations on your birthday tomorrow. Your age finally matches your height. <laughs> Five, three. I hope Ronnie gives that b-hole up. And remember, Brady, the sauce is not a lubricant. My least great song. My rock, my moral compass, you have my vote, Michael. Thank you. Uh, let's do it. Shut her down. Where are we at? Oh, we got to do best of five, huh? Best of five, Give me five. Yeah. Uh, Go for it, Eric. Get those phones for me. Just start answering. Hit it. Hi there. Who's this? Don Juan, the Dirty Mexican. Don Juan, the Dirty Mexican. Go ahead, my friend. Oh, I want to thank Brady for making me feel so much young. I was feeling bad that I was 31, but 53? Yeah, it's awful, right? He's almost double, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting worse <laughs> as he goes. Yeah. I'm your father. Yeah, look at him. He's the horrors of old age. Uh, You're my grandfather. <laughs> he's Mexican. He's Mexican. You'd be his great grandfather. He's 31. All right, go ahead. What do you got next? Who are yeah, you? Uh, I'm going to go with John. That's me. All right, next. Hello there. What's your vote? Voting for the chancellor. Right, Working hard. Keep that roof together. Hi there. Who's this? Chris David. Chris, what do you got? I'll go for you. There you go. Let's try. I got the best of five as well. All right, yeah. shut them all down, Toledo. All right. Categories galore. John Gordon, numbers one through seven, I believe, still. We're back up, right? Yep. Number six, he goes with six. Second week in a row. Final call will decide it. Whoa. Whoa. Will the streak stay alive? Let's find out. Answer the phone, Eric. Hit the Eeny, button. Meeny, Go. Either who's this? This is David. David, who is the winner of this week's Rock Wars? It's all on you. Old Ben Rule, Brady. Oh, yes. Yes. Wow. The streak was sliding the family stone. What? I want to thank you. Oh, let me hit it, baby. In your butthole. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Brady's butthole birthday tomorrow. You have to play it. Man. You got to play it. Done. That's past 10. It's Larry's time. <laughs> We're totally cool with that. There you go. Congratulations, Brady. The streak is dead. I do not win the entire month, which is fascinating to me that it even was possible. But I want to thank all my supporters. Uh, Brady, please, for God's sakes, entertain us so we can get to slide in the family stone and you can practice your thrusting. Brought to you by Porkopolis Barbecue in Chandler and Scottsdale. Bring in your uh, waste management open tickets. Mm-hmm. You'll get 25% off tab at Scottsdale Porkopolis this week. Done. Did you do some bartering? Did you get some free open tickets or something? Oh, yeah. No. What happened there? Yeah, uh-huh. what is the deal? <laughs> yeah. you, you made lying face. No, you just made lying Why face. Did I? anybody else yeah, see lying oh, face? Yeah. There's no bartering. I don't know. What did you did you do something special? No, now? I okay. just said how can we uh you know there's gonna be a lot of people up there at the open. Right. Afterwards. Sure. It's a good let's deal. Get more people into our place. Okay. One quarter off, and then when Eric said it, you looked down. No, no bartering. <laughs> you had very liar face on. Not technically bartering. All right. Did someone who gets you supplies get these tickets? Unrelated no. to the restaurant? Why would I? I'm just asking. I mean, it was a very oh, yeah, weird no. response. It was almost like yesterday's not No, there's again. nothing 
do that. You bring your ticket in. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah, you but I mean for you. Dude. Yeah, it was very straightforward. That didn't work out <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Your reaction What's was What's going on? Oh, yeah. There's nothing related to the restaurant. Because you're going tomorrow, right? I am right. going tomorrow. But it's not yeah. tied to But a friend uh, hooked okay. me up. Yeah. Okay. A friend named Cisco Deliveries. Oli. <laughs> Oli Cisco. Oli. 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 owner of Cisco. No, not nothing through the... All right. Well, you had such a guilty reaction. <laughs> he strange. always has. Yeah, dude. He's, he's, he's Full repressed of a lot of guilt. <laughs> I looked at a woman's boobies. I can't live with myself. Got a lot to That'll get That'll be for tomorrow. Yeah, well, there's going to be a lot of that. Wesley Snipes tried to uh, get a Black Panther movie going in the 90s, but it didn't happen. Taxes. The failure ultimately <laughs> led why. to Blade. He was able to uh, wow. put that together, and that was five movies out of that deal, so... Not too bad. Winston, Although this, uh, uh, this Black Panther is right now. Looks cool. Yeah. My buddy Winston said, you're going with my crew to see that. Oh, no. I know. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I'll go in blackface. I want to blend. <laughs> How do? Who ready to go? Oh, man. You're going to get your ass kicked. I wanted to blend, Winston. Quincy Jones made it clear in a new interview that he's not a fan of Taylor Swift. He said, we need more songs, man. Effing songs, not yes. hooks. I agree. I think she's a marvelously manufactured hit machine of forgettable music. She's very mediocre. Americans will bet $4.8 billion on the Super Bowl. I think that's low. And 97% each of us will be done illegally. Do that. I'm trying to find a way Surprise, to illegally 3%. bet. We have our punting bet. Yeah, Eric and I have 11, over under 11 punts. I guess I have to watch it Forgot about that. Just look it up at the end. How many punts were there? Six <laughs> and five. Uh, Holmberg wins. Sad news for the Dice. Showtime is canceled. Dice after yeah. two seasons. Sadly, it's a very funny show, but it's still Dice, and I think people are they're not going to let go of Beyond his time? Yeah, I think he's done. It is him making fun of it, though. So if, you, if you're a guy who doesn't like Dice, it's kind of a introspective look at himself at how douchey he actually is. Maybe he should shed the whole. He tries. In this show, he does. Really? But he can't because, like, people are like, I'll give you $10,000 to show up and do little things. I don't really do that anymore. But then there he is at the supermarket going, nah, right, show me your cans. And then he's got all his old things. He's trying to start new and do new things, but it's nobody will let him. And it's kind of, it's it's actually a really good show. It's got a couple of episodes that just were terrible. But the good ones were really good. This is huge. Jim Caviezel is on board to return as Jesus. In Jesus too. The sequel, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. The resurrection. The what, resurrection. More, more passion? Yeah. Gotta move that stone. You can I'll have more be passion back. when you uh did your first movie with a thirty million dollar budget and it took in three hundred and seventy million. Right. He's a little America, older now though. Six hundred and eleven million overall. Well right. Jesus aged, right? Yeah, but this There's is probably a rough right weekend. After. It's a rough weekend. I bet you had a few gray hairs after yeah, that on, Friday. <laughs> right after the cross. The ringer? Yeah, you know, you get you see, you know, you get, Moses saw the burning bush and came back with gray hair. I'm assuming. All right, it aged him, I guess. Yeah, yeah getting whipped on a cross would age yeah. you. Dying, getting stuffed in a cell, and then having to resurrect yourself. I would assume there's a, a aging process in that three day period. Uh, Throw another nothing minute. really happens though, right? He just comes yeah, back. He comes and, back as visions. He yeah. uh, just tells everybody you're a dick. The apostles. You didn't do anything to help. Tells just, them to go out and yeah. start spread, spread the, the word. word, which they did a terrible job of. Vizel's going to have to lose a lot of weight. Is he, he fat uh, now? 
Well, no, I mean, because it's going to be oh, after it's the, the post-death Jesus. Right? Yeah. Cross well, and everything. Skeletal. There's a few uh, stuff. He still used some of his uh, skills as a carpenter. There's some post. He did some building after. Yeah, he resurrection tables jobs. out there Is that, that are worth right? some really? big bucks. Uh, as a ghost? Okay. As a Jesus ghost? Yeah. Wow, ghost Christ. One day boy. I'm waiting for it to show up on the road show. Yeah. You keep waiting. We'll see what shows up first, your Lord and Savior or that ghost table. You're going to be waiting. <laughs> that was, I liked armoire. Passion of the Christ, but that was like the dumbest part of it. Oh, I mean, look, was... I invented tables. I'm like, come on. Let's not give them all the credit. <laughs> tables were around before yeah. you. I have done this. I have put legs on a flat board. I call it la tabla. He <laughs> did not. My favorite Get part of that movie is sitting next to Eric during Passion of the Christ. They're whipping him, and they stuff that crown of thorns on yep. his head. And Eric's having trouble watching it. <laughs> Sitting next to me, there's a family of Mexican ladies. Oh, Dios mío. And Eric just goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> from the, from the door. It's a reaction. Very good. I Look, wish I would have planned it. Mexican <laughs> lady. We're just pointing out things now. I see him. I was even awake for that yeah. one. That was totally excellent. Oh, those poor Mexican people. They were living it, man. That was rough on them. Mercy! It's not real, lady. He's in a movie about golf. He's Don't worry. He's fine. Well, you can add another person into the farewell tour. Old man rocker, Paul Simon. He's... That was not a sentence. That was not even it close. Was three different. Paul Simon's <laughs> announced. There were like four commas in there. Paul Simon's announced is also not a way to end a sentence. Announced a farewell <laughs> performance. We're, We're working on it. One more word. London's Hyde Park. Man, his English hat? papers had to be more red than black. It's late in the day. The um, concert's called yeah. Homeward Bound. Hey, that's like my beer. Your uh, your corrected English papers had to look like Darth Maul's face. So many little red Breaking marks. news. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Thursday Night Football still a thing. Oh, well, there you go. Paul Simon is. Concert announced. Farewell. Farewell to all. Spread, please. Spread. It'll have a name. Jim Nance. It's on the pile. Let's take a look at the last announced Paul Simon's rockin' old man show. And oh no. Let's take a look at Paul Simon's last concert. We fly overhead. Fans. Gathering last rockin' old man. <laughs> Music. Yes, Jim. Final announced. No more. Paul Simon said. Wait a minute, he's dead? And tour coming. Let's go down to the pit where Lou Holtz is waiting. Lou? <laughs> this is an old man announcement. Last announced Paul Simon rock and roll show. Just like I said. Thanks, Lou. I'm going to go hang myself, friends. <laughs> Boy, 53 Get off tomorrow. the bench, Jim. Wouldn't it be awful if that's it? Brady's last sentence on the air was that. <laughs> Turns 53, his heart blows up while he's in his I'm going to work on that. <laughs> while, he's while, he's, while he's in the butthole. <laughs> oh, God! My last words were like nine sentences banged together. It was a super collider of words. We would replay constantly. Oh, in, let's, let's, in, in memoriam. <laughs> it would be like when uh, Reagan got shot. Let's take a look at Brady's last words once again. Last monkey. 52, hut hut. A last G. 
Dilly Dilly Concert. Chingo Chango Mucho Macho Taco. Parlay. As we <laughs> peek into the future. Poppy Locky Knocky New. I'm Rubber Ear Glue. <laughs> I can nail uh, Gronk's weather forecast. Yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't see that. Freezy, freezy. Are you doing another reference no one's seen but you? <laughs> I've just given you Gronk's weather forecast yesterday from the Super Bowl So yes, interviews. that's a yes. <laughs> so yes, you watched it, no one else did, and this is your I reference. didn't. I didn't watch it. You just know about it from not watching. You're My confusing. sources right, told we got to get him his ginkgo. This is a bad birthday. All right, let's play it. Uh, a little tease on flying, flying the Samley Stone. Yes, I'm that catching band. it. It's contagious. All right, here we go. It's, uh, Sly and the Family what? Stone. Thank you. Brady will be playing this while he penetrates and loves for his 53rd birthday. B-holes for birthdays and Christmas. All right, here we go. Ready? Enjoy this one, Larry. It's 98 KUPD. So long, everybody.